Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Albuquerque. Steph Griffin on the ones and twos. On point. Girl, you found a rhythm today. <laughs> found a rhythm back there. Steph Griffin, good afternoon. How are you? I am doing great. How are you boys doing this afternoon? Good. You got, you got a little banana good, parfait good. back there? What's that? You got a little, what is that? A little oh pudding gosh, boy? It is delicious. Good. That'll be a good little snack midday. Get you through the show. It's definitely the sh- the last sugar, you know, rush in the afternoon you need. You need that. I know what time you clock in. You just got here. Don't act. <laughs> you're like you're like my day's winding down. Your day's just starting. I know your schedule. Van's not here. Okay. I mean that's fine. On assignment, Van Nunley is. He's at uh, Chance the Rapper in Denver. Is that correct? Tame Impala. No. What are your, where's he at? He's at not Chance. It's, we was making fun of Chance yesterday. It was a, it was a different one. Yeah, I can't remember though, but it's not Chance. Yeah, I think it's Chance the rapper <clears throat> sitting. If in. it is, I'm gonna text him on the break <laughs> and talk all type of noise. Tyler the creator. Tyler the creator, way better. Yeah. Well, as far as use my name, then a word to describe my name and an adverb in between. Uh, it's clever branding. Yeah, I, yeah. I like little sentences for names. Yeah. My Instagram is slow on the mic. Similar. Yeah, I like that. Double entendre. Similar. Got a little feedback in my mic- in my headphones here, Griff. I don't know if that's anything. It sounds like KKOB's coming through. I don't know if that means anything to you. Oh, they're trying to take over. Yeah, someone's, someone's talking about how gas prices have gone down, but no one's thinking Biden. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different conversation. Mess with the headphones during the break. Don't worry about it. Steph Home Pro. I'll push through it. Robert. Buck D. Gibson. Robert, how are you? I am great. I am very excited for today's show. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I am Fred Slow. I'll be alongside you up until 7 o'clock when we turn this thing over to the satellite. But then you rush over to your home studio. Yeah. Because you're pulling double duty tonight. Yeah. I've got, um, got my shirt on today, too. There you the go. The BS Show there starts at 8 p.m. Live on Facebook. Live on Facebook Live. Live or you can Facebook just look Live. up The BS Show on YouTube. Subscribe. I check it out. Not every week, but most weeks. Yeah. It's a good product. You guys have a good format. It is a good pacing. Steph Griffin, you'd really like this show. It is at or near two hours long and at or near two and a half hours long. Doesn't even feel like it. Yeah. No, not at all. But it's it's topics of the day, Rob's show, except they do it in like a hyper-specific way. So obviously the big story this week, which we exhausted yesterday, was Will Smith, Chris Rock. But you presented what audience... Or what question to your audience? So the question is, um, does that little scenario, does it mean stand-up comedy should change? Or is it meaning that stand-up comedy, as we know it, is a dying breed? Mm-hmm. 
you know, it, it sounds like an easy question, but from what I'm getting so far, there's a lot of divide on how people are viewing this. And it should be, and it's it's not a presentation, Steph. It's a conversation on the yeah. show. So it should be good because I know you have, you have you allow fans to follow you. Right. And you obviously allow industry professionals, so you should get a lot of different inputs on that. Yeah, so. yeah. And I, I like it because we do interaction live right there in the chat and also, you know, from things that we get from the Internet or all throughout the day. So it's going to be a good one. Walking into the KKOB studio right now, Peter Trevisani and David Carl of the New Mexico United. So we'll try to grab them on the way out. I didn't know they were in the building. And I obviously asked them about WrestleMania and everything that's related to <laughs> the world of sports entertainment. Rob, we're going to have a good one today because we are previewing the WrestleMania this upcoming weekend. WrestleMania something. They stopped doing numbers. Did you notice that? Yes, I did. Like, how do you know what WrestleMania number it is? Well, it, it, to me, it shouldn't matter. The, the, you know how I know WrestleMania is? How's that? From the match that I feel is the best of WrestleMania. Ooh. I don't, I don't know the number. The only number that I know is three. Because? Because that's the one, to me, is the biggest, the one that kicked off everything. Steamboat Macho Man. Right, exactly. Yeah. Now, I'm glad you said that. I don't think of Hogan versus Andre the Giant. The body slam heard around the world. Right, that's not the one that I think of. I, the match that I think of is Steamboat and Macho Man. For the- so that's how I think of WrestleMania's. A lot of people will tell you it's the best WrestleMania match of all time. I'll tell you it's not. I can tell you the best WrestleMania match of all time. It happened seven years ago today in San Francisco whenever Roman Reigns faced Brock Lesnar. Ooh. Brock Lesnar, the champion for the WWE Championship. And then Seth Rollins cashed in Money in the Bank. I agree. It's, it's, nothing, nothing compares. Nothing compares. Yep. And and often whenever you talk pro wrestling, and we're going to talk pro wrestling all day long, in fact, at 6 o'clock, Micah Frankel will join us live in studio. And that's where we're going to hit the main events. But, yeah, that to me is the thing where no matter, like, what era you're in, if it's the the mid-'80s or the early-'90s or the late-'90s or the early-2000s, and and although I've been a fan since, I guess, 92 proper, but Uh 90 really, there has been a standout one every couple years. Yes. Every couple years. And I tell you what, boys, we do right now. We are due right now. Very much due, especially coming out of the pandemic. That's where I'm going with it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And WrestleMania, which is now two days, Saturday and Sunday, is in Dallas this year. We are not going. We had work obligations, which is uh, the most adult sentence I've ever said. <laughs> <sighs> world of disappointment, world of upsetness. Is upsetness a verb? That's me. It is now. But, yeah, they, so it's WrestleMania 38, Steph. So the first one was 38 years ago. So what's that, 83? So 83 was the mm-hmm. first one. That was WrestleMania one, and then and then from there it progressed, and and it's got a lot of things that make it stand out of its own thing. Celebrity interactions, you get hyper on the obviously the Andy Kaufman stuff, obviously the Cindy Lauper stuff, obviously, and you just build it all the yep. way up until today, where it's the biggest names in the game today, including one of the Paul brothers wrestling this weekend, Logan Paul, who I don't know if you saw Rob, the Pauls offered Chris Rock and Will Smith thirty million dollars to box. Yeah, and they should. That's their brand. That's what they do. That's a big guy, man. Remember, I ran into him. Yeah. That's a big dude. I didn't know he was that big. Steph Rob literally bumped <laughs> shoulders with him. So we're at a, this is a real story, 100% yeah. real story. We were at Halsey Machine Gun Kelly concert. You should have okay? just said Crypto.com Arena. You don't have to say why we were there. Rob really <laughs> wanted to go to this Machine Gun Kelly concert. So, we, so we're at this Machine Gun Kelly concert, and we um, obviously found a reason to step away from the show because it was – 
It wasn't just garbage. It was garbage that smelled like straight rear end. Yeah, it was horrible. It was. We were the oldest people there by far. Uh, I almost feel sad because I like both of those artists. <laughs> no, we were the oldest people in that entire arena. And I like <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly slaps about as hard as Will Smith. Like it was. <laughs> That's a good one. It was not good. <laughs> Sometimes he does remind me of, I guess, like the white version of a Gumby. Yeah, yeah, but if Gumby allowed children to draw over him and he looked a fool. See, and, and what makes me so mad about the concert is I've hosted a concert when he was a rapper and it was with Snoop Dogg. So I'm like, what is this? When did you turn into this guy? Well, you can go, you can go between. Can yeah. I, do I need to tell you who Darius Rucker is? Yeah. Darius Rucker could get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame he and can. the Country Hall of Fame. He don't care. Okay, but can... MGK. Get no. It. Okay, thank you. I don't know <laughs> don't if he would have Megan Fox had he stayed in that genre. That's true. After you said it out loud, it clicked with me because yeah. I hadn't made that connection. No. Because if we go to a party and we see both Machine Gun Kelly there and Megan Fox there, we don't make the association that they're together. No, no. That's not in our head. We're like, oh, those two would be together. Yeah. That's like when me and you go to a party. People are like. Very true. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> you guys showed up what? together? What? <laughs> It's like when we go to Highlands. <laughs> Who's this recruit? Yeah. <laughs> Fred, cool of you to pick this recruit up from the airport. <laughs> like, this is this is my co-host, Robert. He is 42. <laughs> Three. <laughs> no, but uh, Logan Paul's a big guy. And uh, I, I... Oh, we didn't get to the punchline. Yeah, you're walking. so we're walking to get a beer, and we walk to the bathroom, and he's like, right, he's like walking out the bathroom, but entouraged up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why all of them were in the bathroom. That was weird. We did a bit on it afterwards. <laughs> we're, like, how's the stream, bro? Prostate strong. Don't even worry about it. You hit him with the, how you doing, boys? Like, oh, we're good, boys. Yeah, what's Just, up? Yeah, what's up? Let's keep going. That's a big boy, though. Yeah, he's big. That's how you know the Will Smith things will work. 30 mil. 30 mil. I'm giving it a couple more weeks. They're going to come out and let us all in on it. What? Who's not in on it? Nah, that's true. Yeah, everyone knows, I, except I, for Jim Carrey, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> because he wasn't there. Hey, he's left out of the club. Nah, he walked out. You know he did though, because the celebrity club is a soft club right yeah. now. He he pulled. You know who he reminds me of? Jake Plummer. Just walked away. I'm good. I did what I needed to do. I'm out. We that's sat. How I feel. We sat down with Jake Plummer at the Super Bowl. I don't think it made the show. No, it was. Uh, we might have put it on online. a podcast. It's online, yeah. Because when trying to talk to Jake Plummer about the NFL, he quickly pivoted to like mushrooms, mushroom medicine, <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like, he's like, I don't talk about the NFL. The NFL hurt me. Yeah, mushrooms are healing me. And I'm like, okay, like that, you're at the Super Bowl, but that, yeah, that's how I feel about uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey is a different cat. Mm-hmm. There's some, so you ever see like those, um, like social media posts they'll do where he's like, "Hey, I'm tortured and I'm an artist and now I'm painting and now I'm, yes, I locked myself up in a, in in a, number one, a Manhattan, number two, yeah. high rise, number three. These are the most expensive paints in the world. Of course, you can paint well. And he's like, and I created this thing, and I'm like, dog, you ain't tortured. No, this self inflicted. And I'm a guy who's an advocate of mental health. Yeah, he's saying it too much. Yeah. He's saying it way too much. You know, there was a time in my life, Steph Griffin, when I was hurt emotionally, when I was hurt mentally, when I was hurt spiritually, and I really struggled. You know the amount of people I told about that? 
Literally no one. And not from a penthouse suite? No. In Manhattan? And also, if you're to be like, hey, Fred, um, how you doing? I'm regular. Like, I'm... Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm That's regular. Fine. Don't even worry. I'm good. Yeah. Normal. Straight. Yeah. That, there's mine, straight. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you got a lot going on. There's this and that. Yeah. No, yeah, you identify all those things. I'm, I do it today at the office. How you doing today? Oh, I never complain. I say that to everyone. Like, yeah. You don't complain. Why well, I complain to you? <laughs> I think my thing is smile. I smile all the time. Even when you don't mean it? Even when I don't mean it. I am super bad at that. The the ladies at the front desk, they always say, you should smile. You have a great smile. I'm like, do you know what I was doing five minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> I'm code switching right here. <laughs> Are you like me in the car? Like, do you take that two minutes in the car where you do the big exhale? And you're like, <sighs> no. Radio. Here no, I go. I don't. No, I'm that guy. I don't. I don't get that way until I hear the music, the opening. Oh, you can't even then. Yeah. See, I'm. I think it's with any office, right? Mm-hmm. This is a fun job. This is a unique job, right? We get to do a lot of neat stuff. But but still, yeah. You know, what I did all day today. I was moving. Yeah. I was literally wiping down dust off, like paprika bottles and like. From my spice cabinet, because I don't use them when I cook anyways. And you don't have a lot of personality in doing that. No. Exactly. There we go. And then I'm having a moment where I'm like, why am I double moving spice bottles? I didn't use them at the last place I was at. I know I'm not going to use them at this place. Why am I bringing them? Bullions? You forgot you even had those. BS. Is what it... <laughs> you have like these moments, right? I'm like, and I'm like, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll make myself feel better. Oh, I got this cool new patio i'm gonna open up the door i'm gonna let the air come through oh it's raining rains yep. 10 days a year cool caught me shut it <laughs> it's gonna be a good program today oh, yeah big wrestlemania preview the rest of this one obviously at six o'clock michael frankel will join us he's about the biggest pro wrestling fan in the entire country world that's not me we will talk with he and then from the live chat no point in complaining no one's listening well there we go here's the thing that's ironic that's my mom putting it in the live chat <laughs> Thank you to John Lopez. Can she adopt me? I like that <laughs> mantra. I need that right there. She's got an energy that is unique to her. <laughs> and if you ask her, it's in a real positive way. And if you ask me, it's also in a real positive way. Mm-hmm. John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy is the sponsor of the studio. We're very excited to have them as a partner because, boys, I just spent my time looking. Like, Steph Griffin, I looked for an apartment for a month. I should have just bought a house. Like, I was like, in my head, cause I, I signed a six-month lease because in six months, I'm calling John. I'm going to buy a house. I, I should say, not have waited. I was going to say, John is going to be very upset at you. About the apartment? Yes. So here, it's a funds thing. Okay. So I was, yeah, so I was like, cool, I can go in with it. I can get this loan. I can do this thing. Or put a couple extra funds in my pocket, and then whenever I tackle it again in six months, I'm going to be in a more advantageous more position. Yeah. So when the time comes, I'm going to start now, though. Like, there's none of this. Yeah, six months goes by very fast. So fast. Yeah. John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy. Contact John Lopez. He's going to be the one to help you out with setting yourself up for the future. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Well, Steph, this is one of my all-time favorite intros, but this is AEW. This is this is the competitor. They CM Punk jump ship. He's on the other team now. So not your fault. 100% not your fault. Because Colt's personality is an absolute banger for CM Punk. Yes. I miss this song. I watch so much AEW, I, I'm still hearing it. I watch them all. 
I'm obsessed. Also obsessed is friend of the show, the mailman. Mailman, welcome. And the MGK of the radio station. <laughs> and, of course, my boy Rob Diggler. <laughs> What's happening, Rob? What's going on, mailman? Hey, look, check this out. People don't know this. And I resist that you named that former dude as the number one wrestling fan besides you dude i can take you back don't let me take you back we can we can we can get down and we can talk some wrestling but here's the thing people are sleeping on the bianca belair and uh 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 uh, uh seth rollins cheek uh they sleeping on that match man i'm telling you becky wow. lynch and explain bianca belair to, explain to van i mean to friend what ultra sheen is Oh, yeah, Ultra Sheen. Hey, that's what keeps your hair nice and shiny. Who knew the Ultra Sheen would do that kind of damage? (laughs) I mean, they should have learned when Bianca Belair got ripped up the first time, uh, when uh, uh, Sasha Banks got ripped up. Mm -hmm. But then, boy, she whipped it. Woo, she whipped. She whipped uh, uh, Becky Lynch. I, I don't know if I can say this, Rob. She beat her like Kunta Kinte. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, it's too late. You're already committed she, to it. Use her shoot name. It off. It sounded like a shotgun blast when she hit the first time. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, did they put a sound effect <laughs> on her ponytail? But that was really exactly. the sound of it. Yeah. Also, exactly. boys, I am familiar with Ultra Sheen. I've seen this on a three-by-three section at the Target. They have one little small section at the Target in Health and Beauty um, uh, specific to people with this hair need. Yeah, it's very small. It's a very small Mm -hmm. section. So I've seen it. I'm familiar. I'm surprised you saw it. It's that small. I used to work at a Target, and I would have to (laughs) stock the the Brill Cream. So here we go. Okay. I'm telling you, dude, when she whipped her, and I was like, Oh, this thing, this thing ain't gonna end too good. That's what you, I was like, this thing ain't gonna end too good. But then last night when she bought that, when she bought that those scissors out, yeah, too good. And I was like, oh, she cut this chick's hair. It's gonna, it's gonna be on and cracking. Cause I was like, uh, as bad as you don't mess with black women jumping in the swimming pool. <laughs> Dude, if you would have cut her hair, that, that chick would have lost her mind and forgot she was wrestling, and she would have beat her like she was an MMA cage. See, they couldn't have done that right after what happened at the Oscars. No. There's no way they could have done that right after the Oscars. And I'm telling you boys right now, Becky Lynch is going to show up this weekend, and she's going to have the full-on Karen haircut. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, it's coming. She'll, she'll have taken it all the way down, male man. So it's not just a trim. She got, like, she's a whole repurpose. Yeah. Like, a whole new character where she's just angry at the checkout. Yep. Actually, she gonna look like Bailey did. Remember Bailey? Yeah. Yep. And came back yep. and had that new cut. Most of my thoughts are about Bailey, so yes, I do remember <laughs> that. Yeah, Bailey came back with that new cut. I was like, dang. And then, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, Fred, did you check out Evil last night? No. So, I, so I had full intention to, but I'm mid move, and Comcast is dragging. Oh. So yeah. So I was. I was, yeah, I, I saw it. I've seen so it. They were talking about the heel turn of Roman Reigns. So they started all the way back to when he broke into the indie. Mm-hmm. So that was a real good. I was like, okay, I got you. I got you. 
I'm gonna have to sit down and watch all these. Some good information. Mailman, my favorite one is the Miz. That one was the 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 one that stuck out for me from Evil. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm. I don't know if it's a series. I mean, is it a series? Yeah, because it's the one last night just focused on Roman Reigns. Well, what you should do is if you go on uh, Peacock, it's like eight or nine different uh, episodes of different people. Okay, okay, yep. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so yeah, starting with le- starting with Hulk Hogan was Roman Reigns. Yeah, and it, and but it gets like so. And before that, I think it was Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. But I have a plan. I have like a thought process. And what? So I'm going to beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico this weekend to call New Mexico Highlands softball. So the cowgirls are in action. But I'm taking my lady, and we're going to spend from Friday night all the way until Sunday night when the hotel makes us leave watching only pro wrestling exclusive content, including WrestleMania, where I will absorb all of these. Wait a minute. Has she approved of this? She's aware in principle of the plan. <laughs> oh, uh, man, this ain't good. But, uh-huh. <laughs> this is hey, not hey, good. Hey, Rob, she's going to give him the Jada Pinkett look, and he's going to realize he's trying to turn that TV off or turn it to something different. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people That's call the only reason Will got up. A lot of people laughing. call Randy Orton. He looked at Jada, and she <laughs> yeah. rolled him out, and he's like, uh... Yeah, okay, babe. And he got up and went to go handle business because he wasn't going to have no peace in his house all weekend. No. He wasn't going to have no peace. It was was very much he was the Undertaker, she was Paul Bearer kind of situation (laughs) where, okay, you can go. Yeah, and I can't wait to see the Brock match. Um, I'm I'm figuring they're probably going to – I'm figuring they're probably going to make a new title. Somewhere, either give it to Brock or remember they got the two belts that look identical except for the black one is for Raw, but they, they usually flip it around. Right. But but I'm thinking um, I, I like what Brock said. He said my belt gonna get with your belt and it's gonna have a baby and we gonna have a new belt and I'm gonna get custody. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I feel that they're gonna make a new belt the- and then. You believe it will be called know. the unified title? Is that your belief? Right. I yeah, think it's gonna yeah. be a it's gonna be a unified belt, but there's gonna be a different belt on um, the other show because they it's it's I don't think they're gonna have people crossing over like that constantly to defend that. Hey, two million viewers last night for Monday Night Raw. So I mean, R- Roman Reigns he moved the needle. Like it's yep. not a joke. You put Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns on a show because the SmackDown show draws five all the time, but it's broadcast television. Yeah, you put them on Raw, like sought, like paid subscription television. Yeah, They're, all three hours of Raw were the most popular hours on cable TV last night. Yeah, it was Raw was banging last night. Or change, it was banging. Absolutely banging. So, um, uh, Rob. Yeah. Tell Van, I told Vance, and, uh, and I, I, meant to, I mentioned it to Fred. The next time. That there's a WrestleMania close. That they got to go to the Chisel Trail RV get the RV. Yeah, I got the I got the CDL. I'll I'll be the wheelman for y'all. Y'all get me in, and I'll wheel y'all there and back. The SummerSlam is not that far fetched of a plan. Like WrestleMania is good, but SummerSlam is realistic. In Survivor Series, I don't understand what would stand in our way of doing that. Where's Where is SummerSlam? Nashville. Okay, that, you did say that right. So I mean I'm just but I'm not saying but I'm going saying on in Vegas? I mean in uh Phoenix. Uh well Phoenix is home to the Super Bowl and the wasted management open, which would be an absolute option for next year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I got you. 
But also, Survivor Series not announced yet. So, I mean, if it's anywhere on the West Coast, that's an obvious option as well. Give me the call and it's on. Y'all got a will, man. Mailman, you're the best. Appreciate you, brother. See ya. Lynch and Belair. I don't necessarily care who comes out on top, but I need to see a growth for Bianca Belair at the end because yeah. all she is to me is like your favorite Barbie doll right now. Yes. Yeah. She got no story. She got no – all she is is well, I got hair. You know that little story they tried to push. Where's she from, Nashville? Isn't she from Nashville? Yeah, Knox County. That was horrible. It was horrible. It was very bad. And then I think she just needs to get her mic skills up. A little they, bit. They have to. She has to – you know what? You know what I want to see, and I don't think it'll happen. Give she it needs me. a heel turn right now. Yeah, she got right she, now. She got, and if you can double them, if you can send Becky to the face line, and you yeah. can send, yeah, and and if Bianca goes out the left side of the stage when she leaves, but where Bianca Belair was this time one in one half years ago, winning the Women's Royal Rumble, and then going into face shots and banks, and the first ever black on black, yeah main event of WrestleMania last year in Tampa Bay were two women for the first time ever. And, and there was a moment of like emotion and there was a moment of like excitement loss. And then in my opinion, all kind of taken away by Becky Lynch at survivors or at SummerSlam, you got to give Bianca Belair a chance to, to be more than just a ponytail. Yeah. Give her a run. Yeah. But also start the show with them. The crowd will love it. Yep. The crowd will love it. More WrestleMania preview when we get back. Thank you so very much to the YMCA of Central New Mexico for being a partner of the program. Uh, well, that's where we're going to start playing ball. There's no other way to talk about it. We, we need to play more ball. I moved into my new place. I'm settled in. It's time now to find a new third place. So I have my home. I have my job. And for a long time, I had drinking all the beer. But I'm going to pull that one back. And now I'm going to have playing ball at the YMCA. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Time to play the game. Oh, yeah. The thing, Stephanie, is it's all about the game and how you play it. We're giving away Rob Zombie tickets next week. Have we talked about that yet? No. Yeah, we are. Where's it going to be? I knew you were going to ask me that. (laughs) I don't want to say the wrong venue. I want to say it's Sunshine. Sunshine? Yeah, Yeah. that's what I was going to say. So there's a thing in my world where whenever I'm Googling something, Mm -hmm. I go to type in Albuquerque, but because I'm not from here, I don't have a ton of confidence on how to spell Albuquerque. Oh, man. You're not with me on this stuff. You get it. As easy as I can spell Mississippi, you can spell Albuquerque. Yeah. But when it doesn't autofill, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do here. I'm not going to be able to help. And then it won't let you use ABQ. No. Uh, Rob, Rob Zombie and Mudvayne are at Isleta Amphitheater. Oh. That's where we're giving away the ticks. Okay. Which I should have known that because obviously we have the partnership with Live Nation, all those kind of obvious connections that I didn't make. You know how Live Nation works? Are you familiar with this? No, I'm not. They own the venues now. What? Yeah, so that was their thing. So they used to just rent out the venues. Yeah, that's what the I thought. Act- yeah. Mm-mm, when did no this more. change? Mm, God, it started maybe 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Really? When they were, when did Isleta Amphitheater go up? How long ago? It's been longer than that, right? Yeah. But- and they come in and they're like, hey, we'll, we'll buy this for you. We'll handle your operating costs, hmm. casino or civic center or whatever it is. And they're like, but here's the thing. Now you're a Live Nation exclusive yeah. venue. Nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah. 
and we give you that a, makes sense now. Yeah. Okay, I get it. But but like Isleta or whoever, I'm just using Isleta, they'll still get a cut of like parking. They'll still get a cut of like whatever booze or advertising or whatever. And I mean it's a it's a pretty good deal for cool. for those people. But it mean you were to call Isleta and be like, Hey, we want to put on outdoor fest. Not happening. Not happening. Hmm. And because they squeeze everyone else out, he ended up in kind of a weird spot. But it ends up working out well for her. Like I was going to say, that could be good or bad. Yeah. Give or take. A lot of people argue the bad of WrestleMania is the celebrities that take part in it. I'm going to tell you that's the absolute best part, in my opinion. And one of those prime examples is The Miz and Logan Paul are taking on The Mysterios. Mm-hmm. Now, Steph, to like, set the plate for you here, The Mysterios are Rey Mysterio Jr., who you've heard of. He's very famous. And then his son, Dominic, because Rey Mysterio Jr., has been wrestling for so long that he has an early 20s-year-old son who he wrestles alongside. This is shoot. Everything I'm giving you is yeah. factual. Yeah. I think The Miz is the biggest celebrity in this match. Logan Paul is not. Negative. You don't feel that way. Negative. You got to understand, there's a reason why they booked Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is the same guy that was in the ring with Floyd Mayweather. Oh, that's 100% true. This guy, you know, and it was before that fight. I I felt the same way about him as you do. Logan Paul, eh. This guy's everywhere. He's everywhere. I believe I read he was on a yacht with Bezos just like last week. Yeah. Well, and physically speaking, athletically speaking, Logan Paul can hang. Yes. Logan Paul is going to get there and impress. Yeah. Like Bad Bunny, but better. Yeah. Well... uh, you were feeling Bad Bunny. Yes. Yeah. Bad Bunny did this thing, bro. Bad Bunny might arguably be the biggest worldwide celebrity that's ever done WrestleMania. I don't mm-hmm. even think it's close. But does Logan Paul hang on, like, the Pam Anderson level? Does Logan Paul hang on the Jenny McCarthy yes. level, the Regis Philbin yes. level? Is it, It's up there like yeah, that? it's past them. They didn't have social media. Jersey Shore at the time, Jersey Shore was the thing. Smoking them. Not on the level of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Not on the level of Mr. T. Those are the two, right? Arnold's got him. Muhammad. He's, oh, Muhammad. Muhammad's the yeah, top. Yeah, Muhammad Ali's the top. He's the top. Guest referee at WrestleMania 1. Yeah, he's the top. If we're going to say during the times that they were there, that's different. But if mm-hmm. you just look at the totality, I put him third. I put him behind Muhammad Ali. I put him behind Arnold. Third is him just because of the, the social media aspect. Shaquille O'Neal participated in a WrestleMania. Bigger than Shaq. Oh, it's like that. Yeah. See, I don't know. I do. Is he bigger than Floyd Mayweather Jr.? Yes. Because you got to look at those guys. They're just sports. When you look at Logan Paul, it's it's sports. It's entertainment. Yeah. It's, the, inter- it's the, the internet. All of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time saying you're wrong. And... Because you get guys who have, like, really transcended MGK, obviously. But you get guys that are like, hey, I'm an entertainer all the way around. But this is bigger than Ooh, Puff I, Daddy. I forgot one. I got to move him back a notch. Mike Tyson. That's the one. Mike Tyson's above Logan Paul. I got to say that. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. But, oh, you know who we're leaving out? Who? Donald Trump. Oh, Donald Trump takes the whole down. thing. Yeah, I forgot all about. 
It was the time he was hosting The Apprentice and doing that stuff, but, I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so Donald Trump, number one. But see, there's the whole during his time or in totality. So it's in totality, yeah. I have – I feel bad about this. I got the Mysterios going over because the Miz and Logan Paul are heel in this. Yeah. I like that the Miz and Logan Paul are both from Cleveland. I like the connections. I like the way that the Miz has really told the story, like allowing Logan Paul to have very little mic time because you know that the universe, the WWE universe, would just mute him out and kill him and destroy his character. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think there's any way that you let the father and son duo lose at WrestleMania. Right, right. Who do you got? I got the Mysterios, even yeah. though I don't want it to. No. I'm, I'm upset with this entire matchup, though. I need the Miz going for a belt, man. The Miz needs to stand alone. I don't want him with all this riffraff. There's no IC belt on this WrestleMania card. Yes, yeah, I saw that as well. It's that's the BS right there, especially yeah. with Scott Hall passing, who, yeah, like made the IC belt relevant and famous, and did it with the ladder. And would it be absurd to feature a ladder match with the IC belt that gotta included the Miz? I don't gotta, think it would gotta, be absurd at all. Gotta have it. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, Hawk. Hawk, how are you? Fellas, what's going on? Oh, uh, we're doing that WrestleMania preview. Yeah, I, I'll give that to you. But, you know, if you look at Logan Paul's numbers, like YouTube numbers and, and, and stuff like that. So big. You're right. But, but, but I don't think, I really don't think that numbers alone at that level, because I have a teenage son. Listen, I would easily say 60 to 70% of those people are are that generation that's addicted to YouTubers and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you ask my son, he'd probably agree with you. But to say that this guy's bigger than Shaq, I have to disagree, boys. I mean, if you talk to your average listener, they would disagree with what you're saying and thinking that Logan Paul's that, all that. Because, you know, he's not, on, he's not really on public TV. Everything he is is internet or your money yep. or whatever so i'd have to disagree i think you can't only go by number of people that are on his youtube channel or, or i don't even know i'm not into all that so i really don't know i mean i never knew about the paul brothers until my my son told me about them way back when his brother first fought the other youtube dude so anyway that's just my take on it uh, I think it's a generational thing, but yep. being 53, I'd have to disagree. And I think that's exactly what it is. Good call by Hawk. I agree with Hawk, but here's why I have to disagree. In order for um, not even, not professional wrestling, but sports entertainment, yeah, to move forward, that's what you, that's what we have to do. We don't. They're not catering to the 53 year old male. They're not catering to to our age group. That's the reason why we look at it with jaded glasses. I just looked here. Shaq's YouTube following, 3.6 million. Pretty good. Logan Paul, over 26 million. Incredible. So they understand. They're keeping the pulse on what's really young, what's really hip, what the younger generation uh, pays attention to because this is all about marketing. This is all about selling merchandise. Yeah. Like, we're not going to buy it. No. The kids buy it. Well, and also, like, WrestleMania 24, Kim Kardashian hosted. 
Yep. You know, and you go all the way back to like WrestleMania eight. I think Alex Trebek was the special ring announcer. Yeah. You know, you can get like you get someone who hits with, like, and this is gonna sound cliche, but like the Dallas freaking Cowboy cheerleaders have been featured. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the Rockettes have been featured. Right. Like the WWE, they don't just go for one. They're like any genre of yeah. entertainment. We got you. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised to see Blue Man Group. Right. The uh, I tell you what, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but when we get back, uh oh. McIntyre and Corbin for about two freaking seconds. Oh, please. I, I was going to skip that one. And, La- <laughs> and Lashley and almost for about two freaking seconds because that's all we have at the end of the hour. <laughs> I was able to make it through the first hour because of the Mexico Pinion coffee. They're kind of a big deal in my life. I drink their coffee every day. I tell everyone else to drink it. I'm a fan of the logo. I'm a fan of the business plan. I'm a fan of how they connect with the community. And every business meeting that I have, I have at the 4th Street one. So if you're ever like, hey, where can I catch Fred like drinking coffee in the morning? Well, Literally around 9 a.m. any day throughout the week because that's where I sit down with my computer and my laptops and my new friends of the show. Check out New Mexico Opinion on Coffee if you're trying to get that fixed. Locally owned, locally operated. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Took us an extra minute to get back. There's Peter Trevisani, owner of the New Mexico United, was in here. You know what Peter said just now? You know what Peter said? So, well, we should get some pro wrestling out of the United game. That is what he said. I tried to get it recorded. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to talk about? Drew McIntyre, Happy Corbin? Is that what you want to get that out of the way? I ain't trying to talk about either, but it, here we go. It should be Drew Mac retire. <laughs> oh, I no. I've never been a fan. Ever. He's going to be there forever, though. He oh. industry through and through. He saved them. Saved them. Yeah, he saved them, and look how they repay him. Yeah, this is. <laughs> and Baron Corbin's very good. No, Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin. Don't, don't, don't very give him good. That. Don't give him that. I hate him. I hate him for the reasons that they want me to hate him, because yeah. of his character. It's great. He's a very good wrestler. He's great. He's very athletic. He's very good on the mic. He's all the pieces. And he's very good at being bad. I need him. Okay, hear me out on this one. Uh-huh. Corbin versus The Miz. Okay, I'm in. For the IC title. Oh, yeah, but that needs to happen. But the IC title is on Ricochet, who loses every day I on free know. TV. It don't even matter. Get it from Ricochet. Dog, he's lost three times in a row. He ain't lost the, the belt one time. So dumb. That the mic work between those two guys, that would be great. And then Drew McIntyre just sent him to the Ring of Fire or something. I'm tired. <laughs> of him. I'm tired of him, bro. The best part of the whole thing. Is Mad Cat Moss, the sidekick of Happy Corbin, who has just been throwing shade, like, dad-level jokes at <laughs> Happy Corbin for weeks now. And there's just this, like, level of friend. And this is, like, schoolyard bullying yeah. stuff. This is the, man, stop making fun of me, man. Like, all my friends are here. It's very good. <sighs> they give McIntyre a sore and think that's going to make him better. <laughs> I don't like him. Happy Corbin staff stole McIntyre's st- sword at the end of Raw yesterday, and the announcers were like, can you believe this tragedy? And I'm like, <laughs> it's a sword. I'm like, do you think Sword Company only made one sword? <laughs> do you, you don't think in an effort to turn a profit, they may have produced more than one swords? Now, if he, blo- if he, if he went blonde and did the whole He-Man act, then I would – yeah. But it's still him with a sword. Like the Fabio act. Yeah, yeah. Give me that. (laughs) That's way more entertaining than 
Drew Mack just retired. So I got obviously. Well, Drew- what about this? Is Johnny Knoxville? Is that, am, re- am I reading that right? Is yeah, that he's the in the mix. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, he's that in the mix. The Jackass movies. Yes, yeah. he was at the Royal Rumble. He's in a no hold. I guess not no holds. It's anything goes. Yeah, anything goes. Which is going to be very good, and that's on day two, which we will hit in the second hour. Also on day two is Bobby Lashley versus Omos, and I almost oh. know I'm going to take a restroom break during that time. This is how they pay repay Bobby Lashley. So he coming off a <laughs> he's coming off a shoulder shoot, but kayfabe they were saying concussion. So he's back, and he's going to have a two minute little deal with Omos just so he was on the broadcast. Both of these suck. Horrible. These don't need to be on the card. Where's my IC match on the card? Where's my United States Championship? See, those are the matches that should be on before WrestleMania yeah. even start. Mm-hmm. That's the those are the two free matches you get if you're trying to if you haven't paid for it yet. Yeah, that's what they should. The do. kickoff match. Yeah, there we go. All right, so you got McIntyre, you got Happy Corbin. They're gonna give it to Drew. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's going to be at fault of Mad Cat Moss. And then you're going to get Mad Cat Moss go face. Yep. And they're going to face off on Monday Night Raw. Well, I guess they're SmackDown, guys. On SmackDown the following Friday. Yep. And that will be your storyline to SummerSlam will be Happy Corbin, Mad Cat Moss. You got it. I'm in on that. There's a couple ways you can go with that. I would bring in a new sidekick for Happy Corbin and then have him, like, slowly, like, like push out Mad Cat Moss and have Mad Cat Moss and the new sidekick battle until they have to get all the way up to that point. Yeah. As far as Bobby Lashley and almost goes, oh, my God, I do not care. <laughs> That's horrible. Who's going to be doing the talking? <laughs> Where's MVP? Yeah, we're MVP. Some save us. MVP going to come out, and MVP is going to help almost over Bobby Lashley, and that's the only thing that would make this interesting at all. This is bad. It's not good, but almost needs the mouthpiece that is MVP. Yes. And they need to run that same bit that MVP and Lashley were running, but with almost in the Lashley spot. Hear me out with this one. They're going to end up forming a faction. All three of them? Yep. They're going to do the Hurt Business part two. Or Cedric Alexander. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's going to happen. Poor Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, get those guys out of here. Who are in the Andre the Giant (laughs) Memorial Battle Royal on Friday night SmackDown? There you go. Those are the these are yeah. the most garbage matches of this yeah. whole thing. You were talking about the Knoxville Sami Zayn match, Steph. Yes. So this is very good. Sami Zayn, who I will argue does the thing he does better than anyone. Yes. He's going to do it against a guy, and I believe they will try to literally kill each other. They will jump off, throw off, jump through, mm-hmm. and destroy. And if you do it right. You end up with like a, because they have this big ramp, Step Griffin. You end up with a shopping cart down the big ramp. I'm riding in it. I'm pushing it. You're out of control. Like backyard shenanigans, hooligany. What's so going right to up his alley of doing? Yes. What's going to happen on this one? Spoiler alert. Um, the IC champion, Ricochet, is going to come down and help. And then somehow... Help Johnny Knoxville. Yes, and then somehow uh, Sami Zayn's going to be like, no, 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 let's have a match for the belt. Sami Zayn wins it back. Well, I would like that. That's what should happen. They should hire me as a writer. 
Because you have to take the belt off Sami Zayn for the match so that the belt's not on the line, which is what Ricochet did. Yep. And this is how Sami Zayn has to get it back because Ricochet, he ain't on that level. Yep. They don't build him that way in Louisville. (laughs) Give me Johnny Knoxville with the W, but with the assistance of Ricochet, I'm in. Sami Zayn, Ricochet, kick off a storyline on Monday. I guess it would be Friday, Friday Night SmackDown. Another hour WrestleMania preview, one hour away from Micah Frankel. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome to 5 o'clock. Welcome to quitting time. Fans not here. Fans on assignment. He's at a Tyler the Creator concert. Yes. I guess that's assignment. That's tonight. He's going to that tonight. And Vince Staples. I am very jealous. I don't know who that is. He's from Long Beach. He's very good. I'm sure he's cool. Very he's talented. Cool guy. This has been a very good, as we're doing our WrestleMania preview, because Van's not here. Fred Sloan, Robert Gibson, alongside Steph Griff. So, Seth Rollins, the architect, one of the best in the game, possibly the best in the game. He's got no WrestleMania opponent, Steph. Rumors are a swirling on who Seth Rollins' opponent will be at WrestleMania. (laughs) Vince McMahon assured Seth Rollins that he would have a match at WrestleMania, and he said you would not know your opponent until you're standing in the ring. I told you. Did I not tell you this? You did mention that you might feel this was going to happen. This is is, what's going to be. First of all, let's say, let me say this. Vince McMahon should never be in front of a camera anymore in life. Oh, he's very good, though. I don't know why you're saying that. No. You're, you're upsetting oh, me. He looks like he looks like two bowls of mashed potatoes. He looks a mess. Right. He sounds worse. He's he, he looks like the crypt keeper with who needs a chloroseptic. He's on a two count from eighty right now. He's kicking <laughs> out right before eighty. Didn't he just recently announce though, like some health issues? You're thinking of Triple H. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Sorry. That's his son-in-law. Yeah, who retired from in-ring competition. There you go. But that's only WrestleMania adjacent. right? Yeah. Vince McMahon should retire from being in front of the camera. (sighs) Chill. Like, that's not a good look. Did you see him? Old Man McMahon, to me, is a good character. (laughs) Um, Yes, it was. Not the boss. The Oh, you're talking about old. But Yeah, get off my lawn, McMahon, I'm into. Oh, I just don't like to see him like that. What about a Rafiki-style character where he leads like young, upcoming wrestlers ah, through were... Riddle and Maze to success? How would you feel about that? I would love it. Just don't talk. I don't want to see you. I want them to say, Mr. McMahon said. That's what I want them to do. But it's only memos. They should bring memo. back. Remember when they used to do the little emails? Yes. That's what he the should commissioner. do. commissioner? Yeah, do that. Yeah. You got mail. He does not look good. I, I cringe when I see him and hear him. I'm like, ugh. You've only been seeing him on TV for 38 years. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. He's like Marlena from Days of Our Lives. You're like, you're like she. <laughs> That's a great one. That was awesome. <laughs> Used to be hotter. <laughs> like, oh, you don't say. Uh, she hadn't been the same since she turned into the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Stefano. And that guy looks the same for the past 40 years. I, I mean, got some work done. I mean, he's, 
You know how it is. <laughs> that's He's like hilarious. the Blake Carrington yep. of that world. Yep. Oh, that's a good one. Steph. That's a good one. <laughs> so, who do you have him going against in his unannounced right. WrestleMania match? I already know who it is. I know you feel like you know. I'm gonna tell you. I think it's not who you think it is. Okay. Who do you have? I think it's I think it's Gable Stevenson. I think it's. NCAA champion, two-time NIL Ooh, deal. Ooh, you slick something. Has been a part of oh. WWE development for some time now. Laid his shoes down after winning the national championship right. just two weeks ago. You're right. And I think it'll be Gable Stevenson, who's already under contract. And you're like, Fred, why are you mentioning that part? How else would you compete in WrestleMania unless you're under contract? You're right. I forgot all about him. I know you did. I was I was Cody Rhodes. A hundred percent you're Cody Rhodes and yeah. everyone thinks it's Cody Rhodes. I forgot about him. And that's this is the great thing about WrestleMania. The curveballs. Yeah. Because he's, he's been he's been training. People don't don't think he just came straight from NCAA Mm-mm. and into the sports entertainment. No. That's a good one. That that's gonna be a big pop. And you believe it could be Cody Rhodes, son of Dusty Rhodes, the American dream. He's gonna show up. Who was son of a plumber. Oh, I got an idea. Don't say The Rock, because that's what I want so bad. I want him more than anything in the whole friggin' world. Are you about to say The Rock? Please yeah. don't say The Rock. I, I can't handle it. It's The Rock, right? Oh, man. Because if I had to fantasy it out, yeah. if I had to, yeah, it's The Rock. See, those three guys, okay, The Rock, Stevenson, Cody Rhodes, they have to show up within these two days. Somebody does. All three of them. All three of them? All three of them. I think, man, you just said earlier, WrestleMania needs to have one of those big, and it hasn't happened the last couple of years. COVID was a big inconvenience. Yeah, yeah, it's happening. The biggest celebrity they had, Steph Griffin, was Rob Gronkowski. And no offense to Rob Gronkowski, he don't move the meter. He, he's Rob Bron- Gronkowski. That's- now, does Gable Stevenson move the, the meter? No. 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 But Gable Stevenson in four years? I give it less than that. Two years? Yep. Steph yep. Griff, you Google Gable Stevenson right now, mm-hmm. and then you look at me through this production window and you wipe the drool off your mouth. Because this man is beautiful. This man is an Adonis. Covered in tattoos, got a beautiful smile, clean cut, hard worker from the Midwest. He's all these things you want. And I think it works. I think it works. I'm with you, but I would love Cody Rhodes. He's got to he's got to show up. The argument is, where's his contract at? Because Cody Rhodes, who famously left the WWE, started AEW, wrestled in AEW forever up until like three weeks ago, a month ago, two months ago. It was all but a done deal. He's going to WWE, but I ain't seen him on no TV. They're, they're saving him for the big moment. I'm telling you. Left in 2016. It's happening. Of the three, you want The Rock. Oh, most definitely. Then you want Cody Rhodes. Yep. Then you want Stevenson. Mm-hmm. See, but I, I, I already have them interrupting certain matches. The Rock? The, the main event. Yeah, me too. The main event. That's... So do you think it's just crazy when they have those like silly rumors when it's like Vince McMahon will be involved in Cody Rhodes WWE WrestleMania 38? No, that's the most important thing ever. Yep. 
Because they do it 360. They do it on Twitter. They do it on TV. Mm-hmm. They do it on the – the other day, Vince McMahon went on the Pat McAfee show for two hours. Oh, and that was the biggest thing ever. Ever. Yep. You know what I did? Watched it. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> I did too. I didn't hear you saying Vince McMahon didn't look good on there. Looked real good. Yeah, because they didn't have the camera on him a lot. Well, yeah, I got to stay off on him. He's not a feature anymore. <laughs> but his voice. Oh, those it's roids. iconic. Yeah, those roids, man. Yeah. It did his voice in. There's a couple voices to me. Bobby the Brain Heenan, number one. Yep. Gorilla Monsoon. Mm-hmm. Tony Schiavone, who's in the other one. JR. There we go. That's mine. There's a couple of them. A couple of them. Jim Ross is mine. That's number one. All time, all time? All time. It's Bobby me. the Brain Heenan. It's Bobby the Brain. See, and you know what? The reason why I say Jim Ross is because I didn't. I started watching like Mid South, yeah, first, and then WWF. That sounds weird, but that's that's the that's how that's how I watch wrestling coming up. There's a lot of really talented guys, even in the game. Taz is real talented right now. Booker T was a big one for a long time for me. There's just a couple guys that have. Mike Tanay. Mike Tanay is oh, yeah. so very high for me on that list. And then there's like some guys who should have never been there. Which were, I mean, <laughs> who you got? Who you got? I think Pat McAfee slays. Oh, yeah. He look. SmackDown as a whole. Michael is Cole just, slays too. Yeah. People say otherwise they wrong. No, no. SmackDown is it. It's it's very much it. I just remember when it wasn't it. Uh, this is why it's so amazing to me. Yeah. Whoever it is, you got Seth Rollins taking the L? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because of his character. The way they have him now, his character is great, first of all. Yeah, it's brilliant. I, I think this is the best version of him ever. Steph, every outfit he wears to the ring is repurposed <laughs> upholstery from your grandma's spare bedroom. And it looks great. It looks great. <laughs> Head to toe. Yeah, it's it's what it's that couch that you used to sit on when you went to your grandma's house. Or it's those curtains. Yeah. You know when your grandma would be like, I found this fabric. Yep. Yeah, I do, Grandma. What are you going to do with that? Take it to the tailor so you can wear it. (laughs) That's what he is. Head to toe. From the live chat, friend of the show, Howard. I liked watching all the regional shows. They seem to be a lot better, in my opinion, than ultimately I started watching WWF. Well, WWF bought everyone. That's the deal. Well, even, even before then... You know, I was out. Man, that's crazy. I watched Mid South. I watched uh, the one out of Dallas, WCCW. Um, I even watched some Memphis stuff. I was I was lucky enough to see all of that. All of that was on like public access cha- channels for us. Yeah, where I grew up, we had wrestling at the Chase, and wrestling at the Chase, which before my time, but the Chase was this um, like venue in St. Louis, and it had all Ric Flair was there all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Ric I mean, Flair was everywhere. He was everywhere. He didn't care. The only time I saw WWF was on Saturday morning. They had a every Saturday morning. Yeah. Before Soul Train for me, it was WWF, Soul Train, Kung Fu Theater. That was that was it for me. They just didn't hold up because it was so cartoony back then. Yeah. The I obviously I watched them all. Like, cause we yeah, had, yeah. Like, yeah, we had the box yeah. where you could get, yeah, you know, exactly. About. I feel like I owe WWE because I took from WWF for a long time. 
Steph, I didn't pay for no pay-per-view. Oh, no, never. No. Mm-hmm. No. Not even close. Harley Race was the big one in St. Louis. From St. Louis, really kind of ran the show down there. Oh, yeah. Nick Bockwinkle, there's a whole bunch of guys. Oh. That's before my time, though. Oh, you're talking about some legends right there. The one right now is uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton's a big St. Louis guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. like, the best one in the game. And then uh, the cat, what's the cat's name? Um, Reggie, who's in the storyline with. Oh, that guy. He's from St. Louis, too. For real? Yeah, and he go. He is. You remember those power balls that you could just get in, bounce, and just go forever? Hogan's Rock and Wrestling was the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Live chat is on fire right now. <laughs> and that's the thing. Hey, you talk about the sports show. They're like, you can't do a wrestling. The, the, people love the wrestling. You just, one day a year. Look, you got to give not, them the outlet. Can't do it every time. Uh, no. no. One day. No. WrestleMania preview show continues. Whenever we get back, we're going to jump into the SmackDown Tag Team Championship as the Usos take on Rick Boogs. And Shinsuke Nakamura. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. From the live chat, if I was married to the Miz's wife, I wouldn't care if I was a celebrity. (laughs) (laughs) Maurice. What did you just tell me about what you just say about Seth Rollins? Yeah, so I'm looking here. Um, this isn't a friend of the show. I'm just looking online. Someone oh, okay. says, my dad slapped me for saying Seth Rollins is a better wrestler than Bret Hart. <laughs> That's not the best part. He says, and I'm willing to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart's a different cat. Bret Hart thinks wrestling's real. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. And, and he Bre- gets upset if you don't think it's real. Uh-huh. And, I don't know, like, the biggest work of all time is the Montreal Screwjob. It's the biggest work of all time. You can tell me it's a shoot, I'll tell you you're a liar. Uh, Steph, a work is a storyline. That's when they're trying to fool the audience. And a shoot is a real-life occurrence, okay? You may be the only person besides myself who felt this way from the very beginning. From the very beginning. Yes. They let him put WCW and Finger on the screen. Yes. What are you doing? Come on. Come on. You don't think they're not a switch away? And then look, the cameras went backstage. Mm-hmm. They go in a little room. Yeah. And then he comes out. He punched me. Yeah. He's got. <laughs> he punched me. He's got an instant purple black eye. Like instant. Yeah, we're, like, we're talking about Vince McMahon. They're like, that ain't how black eyes work. No. They've been milking that for years. Documentaries, back and forth. It was That's a, the greatest. It was the a greatest. plant because so Bret Hart was hurt. I'm telling you, he was hurt. And Vince McMahon was like, "Listen, I can't really pay you to be hurt, but we can trick Ted Turner into paying you all this money for you to go over there and sit and do nothing, rip from his payroll." Yes, I'm telling you, yes. work. Foolish, the dumb. greatest, the greatest besides what happened at the Oscars. <laughs> a little off topic, but well, the kind of on the same topic. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch the show where the people would go around and look for the memorabilia that was lost? Obviously. Oh, yes. yeah. 100% awesome yes. Show. That was great. It made me look at myself and say, you know what? You don't love wrestling at right? all. You don't have <laughs> You are a poser. <laughs> they go to like Bruce Pritchard's house and he's who's who's like wrestling. He was a manager for a lot of years. Yeah. And, and they're like, hey, would you happen to have uh, Ric Flair's robe? 
from right? from this one night in Vanderbilt University. The butterfly or whatever. Yeah, and, and he's like, well, of course I don't, but everyone knows from the urban legend. Yes, like, yeah, the, the first guy never has it. No. But he sends you to a whole different state. It was an A&E show, right? Yeah. 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 That was a great show. Anyway, sorry. WWE's most wanted <laughs> treasures. Send you to some obscure guy in West Virginia in the mountains, and his house is straight up and a real-life WWE museum. And then they walk in, and they're like, so we're actually looking for the kilt of Roddy Roddy Piper. He's like, best I can do is a cage that Jake the Snake <laughs> kept his snake in. And they're like, deal. And, and it still has some of the shedding in it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to milk the snake. I have some of the venom here if you're interested in doing a shot with me. You're like, you don't. Yes, I am interested. But I don't want weird off. I, I don't want nothing for it. I, nothing. Just give me a picture, sign it. I'm good. And they'll be like, they'll be like, I just wanted to be in the right hands. Oh, like, I just want a tour yeah. of the museum. Oh, get out of here. Lies. You know what I want? <laughs> I want an Undertaker themed go kart that's yeah. street legal that I can drive around. Why don't you? Why don't you give me that? Speaking of, that was the best episode, the Undertaker one, when they found all of his stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they go to that super racist Glenn Jacobs at the Kane, and they're like, Kane, do you have any, he like, he's, he's at the mayor's office, and they he's, like, doing, because he's the mayor of Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. And they walk in, they're like, hey, man, can we get, like, a weird mask from you? And he's like, I guess I got time between council meetings to, you guys are still paying, right? The Undertaker one was great because they had, like, the once worn – well, it wasn't once, but he wore it for a short amount of time. Remember when The Undertaker the had purple, the purple mask? Yeah. And then he was just like, where'd you get this? I, I never knew what happened to it. Right? It was, like, stolen that night Yeah, he stole or it. Somebody took it from his back yeah. that night. The best one is Ric Flair. He's like, Ric Flair loses his robe. And they're like, we're on this hunt for Ric Flair's robe. And they, like, sit down with the nature boy. And he's like, he's like, you got any idea how many robes I've had lost and stolen? He's like, you're talking to me about one? He's like, what are you trying to talk to me about one lady? Can't answer those questions either. What's, I, and I always forget his name, but what's the guy? He almost looked like he could have been Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then he also had, like, a puppet, a sock puppet. Mankind. Oh, mankind. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Could have been Texas Chainsaw <laughs> I knew whenever you started, you didn't have to say puppet. You didn't even have to go that far, yeah. huh? You know, it might be a guy who likes cactuses. <laughs> sorry. Dude who's really into love. Yeah. Dude who's really into love is a way cooler way of saying dude love. Dude love. <laughs> that was a sweet show. And because mankind's like, well, the, the puppets that I drew, their mouths were smiling. And the puppets that so-and-so assistant drew had, had tongues or yeah. something. And you're like, what? <laughs> How do you... You don't know that. Someone just told you that, mankind. And you go in his house. It's like July, and he's got a Christmas tree up. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, no, there's a lot of really healthy mental stuff going on here. <laughs> it, it made me question mine. I was like, why do I love this? I am some either I'm not a real fan or I have some kind of kinship with these crazy people. Yeah. It's it's either or. At my house right now, <laughs> I have a replica, like super high-end, very expensive WWE World Championship belt. I own one. I am jealous. <laughs> I don't have one. I got one. But what I okay. – Hey, if you need it for the roast battle, if you want to wear it over your shoulder, yes. I, I will hand it I, to you. Okay, so let me tell you what I do have, though. I was in Dallas, and if anyone's familiar with the hood of Dallas, the hood of Dallas is called Oak Cliff. Okay. South Oak Cliff, there's a place – 
It's called, um, I cannot think of the name of it. It's like a swap, kind of how we went to Slauson. They have one of those, the All swap right, meet. The, the Gibraltar of, yeah. of the hood of Dallas. Yes. Got it. So I go, get out of the car. This guy goes, hey, do you like boxing? Do you like wrestling? I like, I love both. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, was just, he just popped out of nowhere. I was like, I love both. I said, this guy's got my attention. Duh. He goes, I got championship belts. He goes, I got replicas. I got real ones. And I was like. I want a real one. Duh. Only real one he had was a WBC welterweight championship belt. Okay, good get. I said, how much? He said, give me 50. I'd have come off 75 real fast. I had 100 in my pocket. No change. All I can do for you is 20. Luckily, I had 80 in one pocket and 20 (laughs) in the other. Pulled it out. He looks. Got yourself a deal. Yeah. Goes. I don't know where he went. Came back. Belt with, like, Oscar De La Hoya, Mayweather, mm-hmm. all the welterweight championships, champions, fixtures on it. Yeah, also not authentic, just be sure. Not, not authentic. I mean, 100 no, It's not. No. Um, We're at 20 bucks though. Yeah. Today. It's, it's heavy. It's the real leather yeah. and all that, but it's a good replica. So what I did was, I was like, world, world's best comedian, WBC. And then I put all my pictures on it. That's I, so smart. I got to show it to you. I have it. I had one of my, 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 my female friends. I said, Go through my social media, find about six or seven pictures of myself where I'm making faces and put them. Yeah, yeah. did. And I, you, I did a comedy show with it on my on my shoulder. You wore Juliana Pena's championship belt when we were at the Super Bowl. Yes, same weight or more? No, hers was heavier. Yeah, it's 100 because it's because it's it's got way more like metal on it. Yeah, well, it's actually a championship, and it's real. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't get it out of from a crackhead in the parking lot. The Usos are taking on Rick Booze and Shinsuke Nakamura this upcoming Saturday night at WrestleMania. This all, this one is adjacent to entertaining to me because I'm a big Usos fan. I'm a huge Usos fan, yeah. even, I would say. I've been down with the Usos since day one-ish, which is a phrase we use on this program. Day oneers. We got Boogs and Nakamura for nah. the SmackDown tag, or you got the Usos. Usos, they're too dominant. They're very good. They cannot be beat by that team. That's all. That's how I look at it. Here's how they can. Shinsuke Nakamura is from East Asia. I got you. There's a big fan base for that. Huge. 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 You put them over at WrestleMania. Also, I have belief that Roman Reigns is going to win over Brock Lesnar. We'll talk about that later in the night. But I think it works storyline-wise for the Usos to lose. Mm. And then there's very much a, a puppeting and next guy that tries to come at Roman Reigns has to go through the Usos kind of gauntlet style thing. I'll give you mine. Yeah, I'll save it. All right, but that's me. I got. I'm going to take Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura over the Usos, giving Nakamura and Boogs, and I believe it's Boogs' first first chip. It is at WrestleMania. Cool moment for Nakamura and Boogs. I got the Usos winning, but I'll tell you, it's a part of another story. How, what I think is going to happen. Which is how you're going to tie it in with the main event, which yep. we'll go over with Micah Frankel yep. when he is here at 6 o'clock. like that a lot. Do you want to put a full one on Flair and Rousey, or you want to try to? No, they deserve it. So we should do a- Edge and AJ real quick? Yeah. All right, so Edge and AJ. So Edge and AJ Styles, which I want to give more to. I want to care more. Yeah, they kind of threw this one together out of nowhere. Two, as far as you're going to put two resumes against each other in WrestleMania, thank you. Yeah. These are two of the best. But they should have had a longer lead up, I believe. 
They should have been feuding way before this. I agree. Because AJ going face is nice, I guess. I guess. I like squirmy little bad guy AJ who takes a shot and runs away and has got muscle with him. I'm into that. Edge wants to be a bad guy, but He's he still a- reeks of awesomeness. Yeah. 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 But I, I do think this has potential to be match of the night. Why are you saying that? Just because it's AJ Styles. Edge can't go for 20 Edge can't minutes. go. He can't go for 20 but minutes. But AJ can carry it. 13 minutes. Nah. 15? Nah. Yeah, I give it 15. 15 minutes. I give it 15, but straight up craziness. You got to take that victor. Who's going to get it on top? Um, I got to go Edge. I don't know how many more of these he's got. I got to go with Edge. AJ Styles just signed a multi-year deal. He's going to be around for a while no matter what. Um, Concerto will be a factor in this one. Yeah. Concerto, like Steph, is whenever you lay a wrestler's head down on a chair and then you hit the top of his head with another chair. That was a cool move years ago. It's not a cool this, move. No. This is – I don't even like the name of it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Change the name. I don't think Edge has lost since he came back. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, he hasn't won Royal Rumbles and stuff. I'm also going to go with you, Edge, over Styles. Mm-hmm. But if it goes the other way, I'm not going to miss it. That's fine. It's fine if I miss that one. Yep. Okay. I agree. When are we get back? Big women's tag match and the Pac McAfee versus Austin Theory. Before we spend the last hour going over Austin KO, yep. Reigns and Lesnar, and I also want to throw in the tag team with RK Bro because I'm just the biggest fan of Randy Orton and it deserves more time. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. How do you not just get hyped, Steph? Thirty minutes away from Micah Frankel joining us on the program. We're doing a WrestleMania preview show. If you just got out of the office. We've been through all of them. We're continuing through them. The only thing that sucks about Ronda Rousey is her mic work. Oh, I was going to say that. They need to get her. She needs a handler. Someone. Who would be a good one? Let's let's talk about that. Who would be a good one for her? Kurt Angle. Mm, that's good. Yeah. That's real good. Because they had that mixed gender at WrestleMania a couple mm-hmm. years ago. and I, Actually, I think that was Triple H's last match. I got one. Okay. Triple H. Yeah, that'd be good, too. That'd be good, too. That'd be real good. That'd be real good. He stays out in front of the camera. They can work off of, you know, when she first came in in WrestleMania, he was the first person she attacked. He saw potential. He wants her to fulfill her potential. Let her let him do the talking. And it's going to sound bad, but he's very faced now that he announced his in-ring retirement. Mm-hmm. And he will be beloved by fan base. And that's what she needs. And that's what she needs. Because she's pretending to be a face. Because Ronda Rousey is not, by nature, a kind person. (laughs) And and everybody in the WWE found that out real quick. Real quick. (laughs) She was on Twitter talking all the noise. All of it. And it it wasn't a work. It was her. Yeah. She wouldn't try to better the brand. No. No. Ronda Rousey 
And whenever she came up, she was having matches with like Nia Jax. She was having yeah. a whole bunch of stuff, and she's just getting thrown around and doing this. And people are like, she can't go. And the truth is, she's going so well that she has you tricked into thinking that she can't go. Right. Never seen anyone like a fish to water Ronda Rousey to pro wrestling, which makes sense. Yeah. But that personality, that oh, mic work, gosh. it's bad. She just don't project. It's bad. They just need her to sit there and look a certain way. And yeah. I'm not talking about the way that most guys think. I mean, she needs to just look like she's mean or she means business. Not look mean, but just, hey, I'm here to beat you up and leave. That's it. I don't hate that. Come in like the Terminator, leave like the Terminator, yeah. no conversation about it. Because when she, when she first shows up at the Royal Rumble three years ago, and it's the one with Asuka, you remember, it was yeah. this whole thing. And then she shows up, and she's she's wearing Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah. She's got his jacket on, the yeah. music hit. And mm-hmm. by the way, her music hits. Yes. Yep. I was at the Royal Rumble in St. Louis when she showed up. They go crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. I went crazy. <laughs> She's well, the baddest. Roddy Wright, Piper gave, gave her the rights to use his name, right? Like the, his family? In the business, that's called The Rub. Yep. Got The Rub. The Rub. There you go. But yeah, she came out with her Piper drip. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm about this life. And I was like, I will give you a pass on the microphone because you're learning. This yeah. ain't part of judo. This ain't part of UFC. Right. But it's been long enough. Now, here we is. She could have worked on this while she was out of wrestling. Should have worked on this. All day. All night. And someone's writing her tweets for her, by the way. Yeah. She, yeah, she ain't that. <laughs> Doc. It's, she's not that creative. Uh. <laughs> she showed up to WWE stuff and put women in the main event of WrestleMania. Yes, right and off the top. Not the other women put it there. Mm-mm. They're already there. They're already there, but they weren't there. They weren't there until Rousey got there. Now they're all there. Okay, so we got to address the elephant in the room. So How good Charlotte Freire is? I, I do have to say I love my diva girls, though. They, well, I mean, they're all dead and gone. <laughs> quick education there real quick, yeah. huh? <laughs> no, okay, we're smack dab in the middle of MMA country. Yeah. There's a lot of people don't like this because they say the last time we saw Ronda Rousey, she got smoked. Now she's the biggest, baddest thing in WWE. They they can't separate the two. How do you feel about that? Well, Lesnar's last foray in the UFC, he got smoked. Kane Vasquez smoked him. Yes. CM Punk never got oh, out of the box. Gosh. Never. You're going down the route that I was getting to. Do you think she gets that that hate because she's a woman? No. You don't think so? I t- everyone who's I, everyone who's bad for a minute gets hate the second they're not bad anymore. I think it was just the way. It goes back to what we said. Her real attitude is. That was her real attitude in MMA. Oh, I agree. So people didn't like her there. Then they come over here like, ah, in real life, you wasn't doing that. All right, so you're making a good point because people still still lick the sweat of Conor McGregor. Yes. And he is Ronda Rousey. He is, I was bad, I talked bad, I behaved bad, and I ain't done nothing recently. Wait a minute. He's not Ronda. She's not him. That's what I should say. He's entertaining. Oh. She's not. Her claim to fame was, I'm going to get in there, beat you up, and then say some mean stuff. That's it. Connor, he's entertaining. That guy, he moves the needle. Because he walks like Vince McMahon. (laughs) Because he talks like Steve. He knows it's a show. He knows that. She didn't. 
And I think that's the reason why we think of her the way we do. We say we got to get somebody in there who can do the entertaining part and let her just do all this other physical stuff. When the, when the red light comes on, right, camera, microphone, whatever it is, in that moment you got to be that thing. Yes. Yes. And she's not that thing. No. She whisper. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair loses her championship to Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Oh, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah, it's almost like when you're in that lifestyle, you have to live that style every single moment of your life. You have to live it. In pro wrestling stuff, that's called living the gimmick. Living the gimmick. Living the gimmick. Because that's the only way it'll seem real to us. Mm -hmm. Because I don't need Hulk Hogan hanging out with evil Sergeant Slaughter at the gas station. (laughs) No. No. They all spill out the same van? Yeah. Forget (laughs) it. We're on our way to the next city, brother. What was uh what's the cat's name? The is the Middle Eastern cat? Who? Uh pro you wrestler. Know, I, Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. It's Iron almost Sheik. in the same world as a woman. Like you don't want to see all of the general hospital people piling out of a car whenever they just slapped <laughs> each other Smart. yesterday morning, you know? Yep. I agree completely. And I have zero more days of our lives references because they use them all, but <laughs> Oh, I got plenty. <laughs> I grew up on all that. I grew up on all that. I got plenty. But I, I get what you're saying, though. That, that makes tons of sense, you know. That's big, especially in sports entertainment. Well, it used to be bigger back in the day, but it's still big now. We have to hear. All right, here's what's remaining, boys. Boys, Griffin, your boys for this one. That's cool. We have Austin on the KO Show, the women's tag, Pat McAfee, Austin Theory, the raw tag, and then Reigns Lesnar, okay? Mm-hmm. So I want to do – Wait. Uh, uh, go ahead. Did you do the uh, Raw Tag Team Championship? No, that's coming. We're okay. definitely getting that next hour. Okay, okay. So let's hit – whenever we get back from the break, as quickly as possible, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. And then we're going to end the show out with Micah Frankel with Austin on the KO Show, with the women's tag team, the Raw Tag Team, and Reigns versus Lesnar. There we go. Cool. There we go. We're going to be at O'Neill's on Thursday – the thing that I'm most excited about that is like, I try to book guests all week, Rob. I'm like, hey, let's do some casts. Let's have some people in. Let's talk. For instance, I called Josh Shushan, right? I'm like, Josh, you're the voice of the Isotopes. Let's come on. Let's talk Isotopes. And Josh is like, yeah, for sure. Only on Wednesday, though, when you're at O'Neill's because that's where I want to hang out. There we and go. So, okay. There we go. We're at the Knob Hill one on Thursday. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Steph. Yes. Yes. Doing so good. Doing so good. It's so many good entrance songs out there now. Right? They have a really good variety. Yes. They do it in house. They didn't used to. No, they got the whole production team. Yeah, they got the whole thing now. I believe it's licensed through Columbia Records, too. So, like, when you want to buy that stuff, the push is there. I could see myself aggressively cleaning the house to this or something. I think you – I'm trying to confirm this. So, CFO dollar sign, I don't know how you say it. CFOs, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But that was the 
songwriting production company for WWE for a long time. And it was um, these two cats, and they would they did all they did all the biggest ones. So like the the one we heard earlier with AJ Styles, don't want no, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it used to be or literally it was a James um, Storm song, and then like he didn't end up signing it, whatever it was the whole deal. But they just put out banger after banger after banger, mm-hmm. and then they were like, hey, it's time to like re up our deal or whatever. And I guess they also used to write for like uh, when Elias was relevant, they yeah. Still stuff. And then WD was like, um, you know, we good, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that Shinsuke song, which they did kills the my favorite wrestling intro of all time is Harlem Heat. Obviously, my second favorite, yeah, Bobby Roode's glorious. Oh. <laughs> That's it's, so cheesy, but it's so good. It's insanely good. Yes. Yeah. I would say I would say Bobby Roode's Glorious to me is the one where like you know the crowd is there. Yes. Um also like unrelated to WWE, the uh Chris Jericho, like cuz Chris Jericho's Fozzie does their own thing yeah. and when the crowd rocks it. Oh yeah. Like, that to me is the one that's the one. Oh hold on, I'm trying to pull it up, but it's not gonna work for me here. The but yeah, so music is as big a part of yeah. pro wrestling as anything. Well see that's I think that's the documentary WWE hasn't done yet. They need to do that. The history of entrance music, that would be a great documentary. From my cell phone. Okay. Oh, this is glorious. It's so cheesy, but it's good. It's my ringtone. I got this off my ringtone. This is not a YouTube video. It's my ringtone. People go crazy when they hear that. Yeah. And it comes down, and you're like. Bring it back. The whole crowd. Bring it back. And it's just a big reset. Arms in the air. Yeah. But, they yeah, they cut those cats loose. So they got cut loose in 2018, and I know they're doing – um. I don't know they're doing a whole bunch of stuff now, but yeah, they're not there no more. And I because it was you could buy into them. They had like stock and stuff too. It's a whole business out there. Yeah, dude. man, it's it's a machine. machine. It literally is a machine. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, which I'm into because I have become over the last several years a big Pat McAfee mark. I am pro McAfee. I'm with it too, man. Yeah. I got I got caught up. I got caught up. I, it took me a little bit. What was what was holding you back? Um, because you went to West Virginia and you think that's like no, it was just like oh he's he's trying too hard. It, it just is from me on the outside looking in. I was like oh he's trying too hard. Yeah. Until I just sat down and I was like this is too big. I got to figure out what's what's going on. The, when, I was hooked. I've been hooked Super ever Bowl? since. So at the Super Bowl, oh what? Because I knew I knew before, but at the Super Bowl when we had that late night there, you were doing the BS show live in yeah. the Super Bowl, and then. He stuck around after oh. his broadcast. So they do the three-hour-long broadcast. Yep. Cool. And then he stuck around for three hours afterwards for a special like fan interaction with all the fans. And I'm just like, this dude gets it. Right. He gets right. the hype. Also, speaking of the hype, yeah, he had the loudest production there. And I'm not talking about him screaming and whatever. I'm talking about the when they brought the fans in. Yeah. And just everyone, you you gravitated towards him. I, I fanboyed. I'm not going to lie. That was the first 
time when I was there that I pulled my phone out and I put something on my Instagram yeah. story. I was like, look at this. This is crazy. And it was because they're all there. Cowherd's there. Rome is there. Yeah. NFL Network is there. Yeah. All those shows are there. And they were all, this is going to be like legitimately, they were in the corner. Yeah. They like, were tucked off. You yeah. guys go over there. We're going to put him in the biggest, Spotlight. most accessible way yeah. at the very entrance of everything. Anybody who was anybody had to stop there first. FanDuel paid for that. Yep. And we were in the bullpen. We were at the masses. I think there was 150 of us, which mm-hmm. is fine. And I'll tell you right now, after Pat McAfee, we was number two. No lie. Not even close. This, is, this, is yeah. not, this isn't even just us patting ourselves Nuh-uh. on the back. Mm-mm. Like the energy, the excitement, the laughter. And I'm not going to say we were the only guys on Radio Row with a little bit of drinky drink, thanks to Safe House Distilling. <laughs> but I'm going to say. Boys. I, I ain't going to lie. It was like a convalescence home in there. It was Medicare, Medicaid, man. For real. Oh. I was like, uh, I, well, the first couple of days, I was like, are we doing too much? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. We were getting looks. Are, yeah. We were like, next to the athletic, which for some reason thinks sports is the most serious thing in the world. Yeah. And they're like, forget deadlines. We want research. I was like, are we no, doing too we much? we good, bro. We're there 738 in the morning. Let's get it. Yeah, we ready. <laughs> I just napped from the night before. And to see it be, being done on a grander scale with Pat McAfee, that lets me know, hey, we're doing what we're supposed to do. Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, and Austin Theory is going to get whooped. Pat McAfee going to do a backflip. It's going to be a whole thing. He's going to punt him. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that's his thing. So Austin Theory, he done. You think he's going to take some bumps? Pat McAfee? Yeah. All of them. Okay. Because he's not going to go out there and not. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I, he's got to take some for, to make this good. When he did that NXT stuff against uh, the cat that's now in AEW, mm-hmm. uh, Adam, Adam Cole. Cole. He could go. Yeah. Pat McAfee can go. He's an athlete. He's an NFL football player. It's crazy because he doesn't look like it. If you just look at him, you're like, uh. Man, he got, like, that special, like, and not he don't got the beater shirt, but he got, like, the A-frame shirt, mm-hmm. which, like, if you got a Bellers, it covers your Bellers a little bit, but it lets the arms out because it looks like he maybe got some arms. Mm-hmm. And Austin Theory, by the way, is, like, if oh. you created a wrestler in a video game, it would look just like Austin Theory. He's great. He's great. I have him being the next um, Ms. S kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He'll never get to the top, but he'll be around for a long time, and he'll keep it going. Mm-hmm. And he bad. You hate that dude. Yeah, he, he's Ms. Seth Rollins in that vein to me. Because he handsome stuff. He looked the part. He athletic. He good on the mic. He, he looks so good, you just don't like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how good yeah. he looks. You're like, you're, like, you're like, damn it, Beaver, why is your haircut so short? He's like, because I'm, I'm all American. I'm, I'm Austin Theory. But he ain't got no chance. No. That's what he's got is no chance. No. But this will be the, the, the push going forward that he needs to, to, to get to that different level. Micah Frankel just texted me, said he's en route. I assume he'll be here by 6 because he's a pro. If he's not, I'll get a mid-broadcast. Go get him, Rob. You'll run this microphone by yourself. Let's get it. He don't care. You ain't scared. Nope. You're as scared as... Pat McAfee is of Austin Theory. One hour left. All the big ones are left. If you stick around with this this long, well, it's because you love this game as much as we do. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Yes. I like this little remix there. <laughs> 
It's a mashup. Him and Charlotte. Okay. It's like the EDM night at the at WWE. <laughs> Just let it hit one more time. Yeah, yeah. Micah Frankel will be joining us. Must not have been listening to the traffic report. I think he's got the door code. I think. I can send it to him. I don't know what the rules is on that. Because I know he does everything. Mm -hmm. Cageminds.com. Do you, do you mess with Cageminds or you don't know yet? No, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Let me know, man. Educate me. Cageminds dot com is as good of a like combat sports like website that you'll find he does it all pulling it up right now also got apparel yeah he cage minds goes and michael frankel goes he's just he knows what's up but except for timing he doesn't know timing mma kickboxing boxing grappling wwe whatever it's all there host pretty good little podcast too he's mm -hmm. got a world talent all right Women's tag. Oh, we're going with the women's. Yeah. Let's go with the women's. Zelina and Carmella, which, by the way, excellent. <gasps> yes. I didn't know how I felt about that tag team until they won. Hey, paint the picture for it because Micah stuck at the door. I'm yeah, gonna... yeah, go ahead. So, with Queen Zelina and Carmella. Stephanie's going. <laughs> oh, Stephanie's going. Okay. She's the best. Because I was about to just fill her head up with all this information. <laughs> With, with Queen Zelina and Carmella, they are so annoying, but they're very good at what they do at being annoying and looking great. Yeah. Like, that's the best combination for, for any tag team to be champions. Um, and they're feuding. They're feuding, yes. That's, that's key. Yes. Because dissidence makes it work. Right. Because you get more people. You have people that are fans of one, fans of the other. So that just kind of doubles it up. I tell you what, I feel like women's tag team don't have any fans. Yeah, because they're still – I think it's people still not believing the whole tag team thing. In what sense? And just it's, when it comes to women's wrestling, it's kind of new. I think it's kind of new to people. It, okay, I'm feeling you. But and, and plus what happens is they're, they're taking two individuals usually and mashing them together. It's not like you got the Steiner brothers or Harlem Heat or – But you did, though, with the Bella Twins. Yes. So there was a gone. time. Yeah, they're, they're gone. gone. That's the problem. They haven't found that organic, hey, we have two women that are just inseparable. Now they're just picking two individuals and putting them together. Steph Griffin returning to the broadcast, but. By herself. By herself. <laughs> she forgot her pass card. <laughs> this is basically Fort Knox. <laughs> yes, for real. So Queens, Lena, and Carmella, the champs, taking on. Naomi and Sasha Banks, who I believe are the favorites here. Sasha Banks, by the way, coming off injury, and I believe her father passed away recently. Oh, man. Yeah, kind of a thing. Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, who uh, it's nice that they get to be there. That's a nice, cool moment for I them. I like Rhea Ripley. What about her, though? They're not using her correctly. Her whole character is off. What? I don't think – I don't like that character for her. So she's not far off, though, because like, she's got the look. If Because she, right. she's Australian. Mm -hmm. If she were to do a full Mad Max embracing character, now I'm back. There we go. Yes. Yes. 
now if if she were to have like I don't even know how to describe what I'm trying to say, but if she was like rusty, if she was like mm-hmm. like deserty, if she was yeah outbacky, cool, I'm in. Yeah, like buy into it. The best movie I've ever seen is Mad Max Fury Road. Ever, oh, all time. Man, that movie. Oh. You're going to be a two-hour chase scene? Thank you. <laughs> the most epic ones. They got a lead character in that and Charlize Theron, who I've hated in every movie I've ever seen her in, except for that one. Mm-hmm. You do that character. Sting is just the crow. Just do that character. You're, you're going to make me go watch that again. It's so good. I haven't watched it in a while, but I agree. How big's your TV? The answer's not big enough. Yeah. It doesn't surround my entire living room. Hey, let's put a hundred bucks into a theater and we just put it up just for me Ooh. and you. Natalia and Shayna Baszler, who I've interviewed for the program, she's very good. Yes. Not much set up for this thing. It's a cool way to get all the ladies on the roster. You know they're all gonna have cool garb. They're gonna look the part. Seems just working overtime. Uh, how long are they going to take for Shayna to fight Ronda Rousey? How long is that going to take? They're supposed to be dudes, right? That's the idea? Yeah. She got her in the business, mm-hmm. this and that, and up and down. I'm going to say I don't know. Joining us mid-broadcast, live on the broadcast, friend of the show, friend in real life, Micah Frankel. Micah, sorry I didn't put that sock on your microphone the way I did. You'll be fine for this one. Welcome. Hi. I like <laughs> your sweater. Matches my socks. This is, I'm wearing an Austin 316. Put that camera in front of you, Michael. We're going to get you up on the live stream as well. So, we're currently breaking down the women's tag team. Zelina and Carmella taking on Naomi, Banks, Ripley, Morgan, Natalia, and Shayna. We think we have it lined out. I believe the victor is going to be Naomi and Sasha Banks. Robert has not made his his. His prediction yet. What do you got going on this weekend, Micah? Who do you think in the big women's match? In the big women's match, I kind of want to see the Carmella Corey celebration. And it's ah. been so much hyped yeah. that you got to think the champions are actually the favorite okay. in this fatal four way. Okay. But I do like that second guess right there. My second place would be Naomi and Sasha. I kind of feel like that live and Rhea team. It's just through. Two thrown together. If there we're we go. gonna have Rhea in a tag team, why not save the breakup with Nikki Ash until after Mania? Are you boys watching the Carmella and uh oh, what's her dude's name? Corey Graves. Are you guys watching the Carmella and Graves YouTube no, weird haven't. sex thing? No, no. You're not watching it at all? No, I haven't. So, so they have a reality show where it's just like junior high level innuendo jokes the whole time. And I, I could not get through two minutes. It was, it was not a, no, for me. No. No, no, no. See, I found Hey EW to be more entertaining. That's the lowest form of YouTube rabbit hole that I've went down lately. <laughs> the, so I'm the guy who will fall asleep watching WWE on the YouTube. I'll be like, it'll be like ten greatest tag teams of all yeah, time. Yeah, that's but, me. But then because my algorithm's so weird, I'll wake up and it'll be like like the 1989 World Series, and it's like the sixth <laughs> inning, and Tony Larusso's pinch hitting for Mark McGuire. I'm like, how did I get here? This is a weird night. Oh, see, my algorithm ends up with some, you know, almost CZW-looking Japanese, and you hear a guy, and an explosion going off in the background, and I end up on something that, you know, is like a bad cut from Dark Side of Wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) 
Robert, who you got in this four-way? Uh, I got to keep it with the champs. I yeah. think that's gonna that's what's gonna happen. Uh, people want to see it. You just made a great point. The YouTube, we're not watching it, but there are a lot of people that are. Yep, and they want to see it. I'm gonna keep it with Carmela and uh, Zelina. That's you too, Micah. Definitely, but I gotta say, I was listening on the way in. I was surprised that both of you are big fans of Austin Theory, but you're both picking Pat McAfee. I got to yeah. go the other way. I'm disputing that one right oh, away. Oh, yeah, all right, give it to yeah, us. Let's get it. Oh, there's got to be some Vince McMahon esque influence. I don't care if it's just his face popping up on the Tritontron. Something distracts Pat McAfee at the last minute, and Austin Theory could be more hated. I know we both hate him, Ooh. but he could be more hated as he's going to have to be a major player next year. So I think this is just the right way, burning a celebrity to make mm. him even more hated. Do you think it's a thing where then Vince McMahon makes more appearances? Appearances on the Pat McAfee show to keep moving the brand a little bit, or do you think that was a one and done? No, I think that'll become like a yearly thing, yeah. like yeah, probably yeah. a pre-mania yearly thing yeah. to hype up the show. Michael mm. Frankel of CagedMinds.com is joining us. We're talking pro wrestling. We're taking an early break, Steph, so we can make sure we give enough love and respect to Stone Cold Steve Austin on the KO show. Also, we want to make sure we're going through the Raw Tag Team Championship of RK Bro, Tang on the Street Profits, and Alpha Academy, which, by the way, I love and then the final half hour of the program dedicated solely to Reigns and Lesnar. You are listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We don't broadcast the the break, but we should. We're very funny during the break. Michael Franco joining us at CageMinds.com. And uh, usually when we have you on, we burn a segment on what you're doing. and Burn. I mean, we you know, forward you one. But it's, uh, we don't have time. It's too much WrestleMania. So, Michael Frankel, CageMinds.com. Go there for MMA and kickboxing and boxing and grappling and pro wrestling. Everything combat sports you got covered. Exactly. If somebody's punching somebody in the face, mostly in the legal sense, I'm not covering the right. Jorge Masvidal, Colby Kevington, Chow Sun and stuff. <laughs> Even all that alone, if it's happening and yeah. sanctioned, I'm covering it. Your, your breakdown of the Smith-Rock fight I thought was excellent. You had it from bell to bell. I just I knew that you were going, you were going to bring the heat like that. Man, you have to. I'm still, though, if you look out there, there's a couple of people. Dutch Mantel was hard on it. He'll give you a whole list of reasons and a breakdown of why it was a work. Yeah. And with the declining popularity of the Oscars yeah. and how that hit social media trends, you can't tell me some people weren't in on it. And also the ticket sales of his upcoming tour. Sold out. So, and do you see how, what the pricing of the tickets flew up to? The Chris Rock sold out tour is what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it the tickets was like, the lowest ticket was like 40, 40 something bucks. Now it's like 600. Way to go. <sighs> so smart. Genius. I'm giving up both cheeks. <laughs> I'm giving up all four cheeks. You might Think about it. take the punch. It might be a punch, <laughs> not a slap to do Hit that. Me anywhere. Treat, treat me like, like Kurt Russell just doing me down in Tombstone. <laughs> Done. Hey, you know what I do like about your social media stuff? Whenever you are putting, say if it's like pro wrestling or whatever, I like how you will post like in like a kayfabe story and you also post. Like like the business side of it, and I'm like I'm like I'm like what audience are you trying to hit here? Like, are you trying to get me who believes it's real? Are you trying to get the next guy over for reasons to tune in? I'm really just trying to pick a fight with anybody that'll engage with me in exchange of ideas because I can see it from both sides. You got to listen to the most recent uh, pro wrestling after hours where I go on a tangent about referees and their ineptness in AEW, but just to really Mm. be like. Man, if this was a TV show, you know the producer would yell cut and redo this. We understand it's fake, but you can get the procedure done right and make it look good. Obviously, you host with Mike Carlisle, who is a prominent voice here at the station. And you guys are yeah, you're just doing absolutely tremendous. You over 100 episodes now? We are about 50, 60 episodes, I think, so far. Oh, that's it? Okay. 
Yeah, we started off at 100, so because we've done so much already. Smart. People have hold us, it seems like, for 100 episodes okay. already here on the station. That's so how I feel. Of Shoot. Keep it going. Exactly. World of talent you boys have. Thank you very much. Okay, back at it. This is my, I think this is my spotlight one. Obviously, Reigns Lesnar is the number one to me. We'll talk about that okay. last. But the Raw Tag Team with RK Bro, the Street Profits, and Alpha Academy. Ooh-wee. I got some stuff for this one. You have put six of my favorite dudes out there, and you're going to let them go at it on the biggest stage. Robert, who do you got and what are you excited about? I have Alpha Academy winning this. Oh, you should. But listen to this, though. This is Sheesh. where, this, this is where Riddle turns on Andy Orton. No. And no. this is where Montez Ford no. goes single. No. I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. It's been too much of a love fest for Randy Orton. That's just something we don't see from him. And I think Riddle is like, nah, this ain't the Randy Orton I want. Give me the Viper. He's going to turn on him. No. He's turning on him, I'm telling you. Micah, tell him why he's wrong. Please. I'm telling you, Ryan. Save me. Because we're on the fringes. We're on the cusps <laughs> of the Street Profits turning heel. We've kind of had them flirt with it. Yep. They've teased it. They've also teased, as you said, the yep. split. Yeah. But I think we need to get that heel turn because there has to be some way to get Randy and Riddle to at least start to have friction mm. to separate them at a point. And I'm still wondering if Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton is not a logical ah. first rivalry for Cody because that's a legacy of Ooh, a battle yeah. right there. That's so right. Smart. So that's why you would need to pull the tag team apart. Second generation. Yeah. I like American Alpha, but I just think in the right way done, you can get a lot of heat on the street profits mm -hmm. and then still have American Alpha be like, hey, we didn't get pinned, and they're still right back in there. But Gable, with the shoosh, he has definitely found his oh, yeah. trademark. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go on record right here, boys, because that's what this program is. Montez Ford will be a WWE champion. Yes, he is a star. He is a star. Star of yes. stars. Mm -hmm. he, if the sun is a star, he's he's a, he's the what's a bigger star than the sun? He's the Centauri of stars. <laughs> like he can go. Yeah. Now D'Angelo Hawkins, he's a good number two. Yeah. Not gonna say he not. Yeah. He's got a place in the he's got a place in the game. He's doing killing it right now. Yeah. I don't believe in my heart, Micah, that Riddle is gonna try to lose the drip from at all Randy Orton yet. I think it's too okay. soon. It's coming, man. Are you, you think Riddle's on that level where he can go without? He's got. He's over. He's, he's super over. He's over, but that's the angle, bro. Come to go on, the exact, he has to have the exact a to run with it. <laughs> you got the street profits. I got the street profits because also let's just say it. Where would D'Angelo Dawkins? We already said Montez Ford, surefire superstar. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Dawkins, if he loses Ford, exactly. dude, he might be a member of Retribution next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's. He's like he's like the and who's going to come out to help the revival and you're like what the, they're in another organization. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah, he's in a world of trouble. I also think Otis is in a world of trouble if he loses uh Gable, I think Gable to me, who by the way years ago and this is hindsight, probably should have that storyline over Jason Jordan. All the but Jason Jordan was on a trajectory at that time too where I thought Jason Jordan was going to be the next big thing working with Kurt Angle. Orton needs to lose at WrestleMania because Orton's a pro and can lose at WrestleMania and be fine. Right. I, w I would be into a storyline where Riddle really feels like he let Randy Orton down, and it's like a personal redemption arc to get back in the good favor of what he perceives as the disappointment of Randy Orton. But Randy Orton's just like, it's part of the business. You lose. No big deal. Yeah. But that, to me, would work. 
I'll take RKO. I'll take RK Bro if you boys are taking the other ones. Yep. I also think Otis and Gable, they fit, and it hasn't ran its course yet. I think mm-hmm. they stay together at least six more months before yeah. that one yeah, long time. is too long in the tooth. If you if you want to break them up, at, like they're part of a Survivor Series thing that goes wrong, and then they have to fight each other at Royal Rumble, 100% I'm in on that. Yeah. 100%. They're very good. And their shirts are fire. Oh, definitely. Yes. Shoes. <laughs> There's when when they were doing with RK Bro the 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 trials or whatever the spelling bees and stuff. Mm-hmm. That thank you. Is, thank you. <laughs> like thank you. That is brilliant. I want to sneak this in before we get the last half an hour to Reigns and Lesnar. The KO show Stone Cold Steve Austin appearance is the headliner for night one of WrestleMania, boys. Mm-hmm. We were talking two, what, like three-hour-long shows? Is that yep. about right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Two three-hour-long shows, and Stone Cold Steve Austin is set to appear on the KO show, which, by the way, I'll be wearing my KO show shirt that night while watching WrestleMania because that's our role. Wait, Only, wait, you're not going to have the Austin 316? I mean, I don't have any Austin 316 stuff. Oh, okay. Psych, sickest hoodie of all time. Totally wearing it right now on the live stream. Owens promised the most suspendous KO show of all time, demanding an appearance uh, from Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he accepted in one vignette that they played about 100 times. Oh, my gosh. You know it hard by heart now. Played out. Yeah. Was that promo, at least this past week, much better than the cosplay Steve Austin promo? That could have hit the mark. That could have did something. It missed, and I felt like Owens really bring it this past week to make up for the shortcomings of the previous one. The problem this past week is if you put KO on a show that has Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, he's number three. Yeah. That's the problem. Yep. So two weeks ago when he's doing the Austin routine, he's the highlight of that show. I actually like that one. Um, just the way that it hit. Just the, the, the reaction from the crowd. Me personally, I didn't like it. The crowd loved it. The second time that the glass breaks yeah. and he turns and, and you're like, okay, it's really stone cold this time in Cleveland or wherever they were, Toronto. I don't know where they were. But the, you're like, no, stone cold no. is – Yeah, he's not he's in – coming here. No, he's not at the University of Tennessee campus. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's going to be a lot of mic work. Oh, they fight. You put in the main event, they fight. Yeah, they're gonna fight, but they're gonna they're going talk for a long time. Do you think there's gonna be like a real back and forth of a fight? You think it's gonna be? I'm talking like referee than, uh, comes out. Nah, oh no, 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 no! I can't put no much more than no uh, it's a showcase. Then a press slam. Yep. He's gonna land some punches and just stun him. That's yeah, Boy, stun him. Wash him. Yep. Drink in the main back. event. Yep. Yep. It's gonna, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be a lot of talking back and forth. It's not gonna be a. A real match. There is a brand new Broken School American Lager. True or false? True. Right. That's what I'm saying. You give Stone Cold Steve Austin the opportunity to go out there, talk that talk, mm-hmm. have special guest referee The Rock come out, whatever, and then no, it, no not there. He is going to come out. <laughs> but then you let him fight. It's the main event, boys. They're not fighting. You don't, you're going to end on a segment? Do you think there's still not enough time to maybe change that? They have both women's title matches on Saturday night. You think there's any wiggle room that they maybe play with the lineup before yeah. we actually get to? They announced it the on Raw, though. It was announced. They got to make Stone Cold. He's 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 him. He's still the guy who brings what he brings. But they it's not a match whatsoever. Do you think there's any chance we get some? Extra legends entering that fray. Mm. Ooh, who would it be? Bret Hart? 
Well, who, think of some Texas names, nah. some Texas nah. icons. The Undertaker. This is, this is when The Undertaker comes out. This is The Undertaker, yeah. uh, Charmel, Booker T. Yeah. You have another Hall of Famer right there. All of the names that he's buried. JBL. Week, week by week, they're all going to come. See, but you boys are wrong. Because then you would need the counterpart of the Canadian. And outside of Bret Hart, who can you currently get? Because you can't get Chris Jericho. Nah, you can't get Kenny Omega. They're in Texas. They ain't about them. It's no, everybody this... do their signature move on him, and then Stone Cold does his, and that's it. That's exactly what's going to happen. You think KO's just there to eat cigs? Yeah. Just think back to when FTR was there with DX and the NWO. So yeah, sweet. this is what it's going to look yep. like. Hey, yo. That was so sweet. <laughs> Too sweet. If there's a match, Stone Cold goes over. If there's not a match like you guys are claiming, it's just KO eating cigs. Mm-hmm. It's KO eating cigs. Yep. It's a waste of his talent and his positioning, but it's what's going to happen, and we're all going to enjoy it. Yeah, it's, it's all about entertainment on that level. All the best Canadian wrestlers are in other organizations that aren't Edge and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, right? They're all, they're all somewhere else. Right. Yeah. And all those guys are already busy, so they can't help him. That's why I'm telling you it's not going to be a gang-up thing. Because Stone Cold Steve Austin don't want to look like he needs all these boys to help him. Stone Cold Steve Austin, who, by the way, has been known to do business for himself, is not going to let well, all these longhorns come out around him. It's bigger than that. It's about Texas. This is a whole Texas thing. You think Mark Henry going to walk out there? But, no. He ain't big enough to even be. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's I nice even, that you I, would include him in that. I was going to say, I don't, even, I don't even know he was from Texas. So you just <laughs> said that. I got to look that up. Oh, I'm sure he has the University of Texas powerlifting <laughs> yeah, record. Yeah, of course. Definitely. University of Texas at Arlington or something like that. But if not, if you did get them all in there, you already said it. Why is it not the perfect time to get a group shot to sell the beers right there? Mm-hmm. It's a perfect promo package. It's Steve Weiser special. Whatever shirt that Stone Cold wears out, I will buy that night. When, when WWE's like, hey, 25% off yeah. belts and 50% off tees, and I'm like, I'll take both. That's exactly what they do, too. <laughs> right when you see the new one, they go to commercial. That's the first commercial you see. I'm on my phone, Micah. I'm like, I'm like waiting for it. <laughs> do you think we get the Undertaker Hall of Fame t-shirt during SmackDown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. That's the one I'm going to wait for. Yep. That Vince McMahon introduction to him on Friday night will be very good. Oh, yeah. Because that... <laughs> That, to me, is the dude. Because like, throughout all of them, and you got, like, you got ones, but like Hogan left, Flair left. Right. Like who, like, who else is kind of even on that level? Shawn Michaels, I guess? He stayed around, but really. But he didn't, he didn't have the duration. Because he had a fake neck injury where yeah. he had to get over drugs and a yeah. bunch of stuff, yeah. and then he was paid to not go to WCW. He was like announcing for a little bit and all that, yeah. Whole bunch of bar fights, all kinds of mm-hmm. things. Yeah, there was some problem, but you listen to all the historians, and it feels like if Taker would have left, Vince would have sold. It would have been over. This is going to be hugely emotional, and you're yeah. going to see all of that payback and receipts and all the flowers given from Vince to Taker for all the thank you of the years. If there's one guy that Vince feels like he probably owes something to, That's it would the be The Undertaker. Yep. Oh, I like that a lot. 30 minutes on Reigns and Lesnar. Oh, I love that sentence. <laughs> Micah Frankel's with us from cagebarns.com. Micah, thank you so very much for taking the time. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. New Day are not oh, on yeah. the WrestleMania card. How could that be? Well, most of them are broken. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Big E post on his Twitter today. Uh, I don't know if you boys saw it. 
he he got a which I didn't know this existed by the way, so I'm I'm like hecka jealous. Okay. He got a from do you guys remember Mustafa Ali used to be a pro wrestler? Yeah. Now, yeah. now he's just like a crybaby on Twitter. Um he sent him a Seinfeld Lego set and he built Jerry's apartment in Legos from Seinfeld. Big E did. Big E did oh, with a broken freaking neck. His life is horrible right now. <laughs> the, I know he did not really want to do that. I had a cousin who had knee surgery one time, and I bought him a Lego Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like party van set or whatever. And he was like, "Yeah, I built it. I took it apart. I built it again." You got to get knee surgery, man. If you put Seinfeld on top of the Big Bang Theory apartment, on top of Friends, <laughs> like this, the comedy just <laughs> just the totem pole of a part of. Oh, like famous apartment settings. Oh man! Hey, you know what one ruined it though? I know we're talking wrestling. The one that ruined it was the friend's apartment. Why is that? Because I have not for a year. So not now. Obviously, I got a lady who I'm super in love with, and like we're set to spend the rest of our lives together. Whatever. I'm not trying to hard brag, but we did. There was a small period of time there, a couple of years, when I was just like cycling through the dating app, mm-hmm. cycling through. Okay. And everywhere I'd end up, Micah, these people, ladies, had decorated their apartments like the friend's apartment. It was like four mismatched chairs at the oh. at the dinner. It was like couch oh. and, and recliner that don't match. It was like yeah. it was like throw blanket that I know you never touched. Yeah. Like and I'm like, well, how did friends ruin interior design for twenty years to come? I thought we were going a whole different place. And he was gonna say, I just look out the window waiting to see if there's a, a scandally clad fat man walking by <laughs> just like friends. Right. You know the guy across the street? No, because I've never watched Friends. <laughs> I haven't, but I still know the reference. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The, how, okay, it's, yeah, it's so big, you know. There's a couple of You know, like, everyone knows the layout to the Brady Bunch. Yep. yep. Yeah. The yep. Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone knows, like, iconic ones. Mm-hmm. Griff, what is your, what's your favorite, like, sitcom setting? What's your favorite sitcom? No, the, I can't say mine now. Why? Oh, don't don't do it. You're, I can't. But I'll you're gonna say, say Martin. Second. You're no, gonna say Martin. No, I was gonna say I was gonna say Martin's my second. Yeah. Oh, my first one is he shall who we shall not talk about anymore. Uh huh. Well, I don't know what that reference is. Bill Cosby, the Cosby. Oh one. yeah, you're big on that one. Yeah. Who didn't want I, that I, couch I, from Martin though? <laughs> I know, bro. Full House. There's a couple of them. Oh yeah. Where it's like, oh, you know, Roseanne. Roseanne is the Roseanne's one. the one for me. Roseanne's the one. Oh, no, it has to be Full House. That thing, basement, garage. It seemed to have everything Theirs was huge. It was, yeah. yeah. Kept going. Was a four-story like apartment 70s complex. show. 70s show. Oh, that's oh, yeah. a good one. That's oh. a real good one. Archie um, Bunker. Married with Children. Dick Van Dyke Show. Sanford and Son. There's a couple of them with real oh, iconic. Oh, Sanford and Son was that's, the one. <laughs> Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy missed me a little bit. I didn't get it. I wasn't smart enough. Nah. Yeah. You go back and watch it as an adult, jokes are better. Three's Company. Yeah, that was good, too. Oh, yeah. Three's Companies, yes. That I was must a good be one. way older than no, you. No, that was a good one. That was no. a good one. If I was doing the varsity. And, and the Regal Beagle. Oh, you know what we're missing, though? Which one? What did we skip? The Bridge of Star Trek. The Star Trek Bridge oh, is okay. super iconic. Yeah, never changed. But I don't know if that's like an apartment. I guess it's not. <laughs> well, it seemed like they lived there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like talking about you want the nightclub from Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Isn't like the first Temptation Island? Well, oh, don't Riff. that show. <laughs> Riff. Wait, wait. Look, she just she spoke yeah. my language. 
Do you watch Temptation Island? Of course not. I'm a 90 Day Fiance guy. You are crazy. That's the best show going. 90 Day Fiance? Bachelorette, any of those that can put a bunch of relationships in there, I'm all for it. I mean, that's pretty nice. Temptation Island is my. Oh, I love it. The guy that we met with, uh, Micah Inside Baseball, we started pro wrestling promotion, whatever. The guy we met with to shoot like the Hulu thing, he's a producer on Temptation Island. Oh, cool. Super Small World. I have a question about WrestleMania. Yep. Does John Cena make an appearance? No, he done. Not at all? He out. I think he's gone. He's gone? He's done? Unless he comes out. As a peacemaker? None of that? Gotta be peacemaker yeah. only. Experion isn't letting him go. That, all, right, that's mm. a, all right. Hot take there. I don't know. what Gri- <laughs> Griffin's back there Googling. He's too busy poolside on TBS, I think. Mm. Living the dream. Yeah, yeah. He's hosting game shows now. I love Wipeout. I think he's found his niche right there. I know it's just voiceover. He's hilarious. Oh, he's so funny. And he does it better than The Miz did it. I mean, that's not correct. Mm, Yeah, I don't agree with that (laughs) one either. I need you to come on out. (laughs) So we need Wipeout to come back? This is, I mean, it's still here. I mean, it's in my memories. (laughs) Not on my television, though. Well, doesn't Cody do a show, too? Yes, he does a talent show. There you go. But that's a different organization because he's not showing up at WrestleMania because it's going to be Gable Stevenson, so whatever on that. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar said yesterday on Monday Night Raw, which was nice of him to show up at the WWE Championship on Monday Night Raw for the first time in like a month. Mm-hmm. That was super nice, considerate of him. He said uh, he's going to marry the two titles. They're going to have a baby. It's going to be the Unified Championship, and he's going to take sole custody of that bad boy. <laughs> and I told you what. By the way, Brock Lesnar on the mic embracing the what chant last night, as good as anything I've ever seen it yes. for controlling the what chant. Because the what chant, what? That'll is- drown you out if you're not ready for now, it. No, if you can't. That's how they try to get you. Yeah. WWE fan. They try to see how good you are on the mic with that. Micah, could you get out of the what champ? Probably not, but is Brock Lesnar not the most Texas one on the card? Just across the entire card. Is he not the performer that screams Texas to you with this character the most (laughs) right now? Like a Saskatchewan cowboy? Exactly. Exactly what it is. Is I know what a Texan is and I know what a cowboy is, and I'm gonna say they're often the same. But I'm going to say Brock Lesnar is a cowboy. He's not a Texan. I'm going to say he's just a cowboy. He's just a cowboy. There we go. Hey, he's definitely a cow herder. I could see him up there doing that <laughs> in his Everglades, and he doesn't even need the horse. He literally just pushes the cows where he wants them to go. <laughs> he just, he's having fun, though, on the mic. This is what I love about it. Hey, he's getting – I'm telling you, boys, he's, he's getting into that top five list. He's he definitely in that top ten list. Oh, he's yeah. He's getting into that top five list. The one aspect of this match they can really love is I believe both guys – are just actually who they are right now. There's not mm-hmm. much character involved. I know MMA fighters that I cover that are more character than these two guys are right now. I really feel like Roman is Roman. If you watched Evil and you heard the Usos yes. talk about how he played on the basketball card, yeah. I feel like this is that dude. And if you hear them talk about how Brock plays poker, this is that dude yeah. three beers in. Yeah, I agree. I didn't know that about Roman until I watched Evil. I, I was like, now it makes sense. I got to catch up, boys. I'm yeah. saying, I feel like I'm part of a conversation that I want to be a part yeah. of, but I don't want to listen yeah. at all. You're going to watch it, and you're going to want to talk about it. I'm going to text you both at the same time <laughs> in the group. In the you, group. You guys are going to be like, Fred, it's past midnight. <laughs> I'm going to be like, not, not here. Not for me. We're just getting the party started. Yeah, you got to watch it to give the backstory. You get the whole feeling behind it, and you really see the – Florida Championship wrestling booming, how he came through it, even his last feelings for football. So it's deeply emotional, and it gets you to a a place where you feel like 
we're watching not a character, but the genuine artifact of who Joe is just under Roman Reigns there is, now. There is no better hype than pro wrestling hype. A good, like, yeah. like well-cut, well-edited, proper music, get you up for a match. I'm done. Like, I'm in. I can support anyone. Well, come on. We can be honest here. The rest of the sports world has learned a lot from Vince McMahon. Oh, heck yes. Oh, everything. The packages that yeah. he's done for these pay-per-views for years. Football wouldn't be what it is now. Like, definitely. No, definitely not. You, NBA, I think, is big. I, where there's like, hey, we're going to tell a story to you a certain way. Like, I recently saw, and I guess it's not a sport, but it's the Oscars, where they did it. <laughs> they know what's – They know what sales. They'll never give them that credit, though. It's all about hype. It's they'll, all about hype. They'll never give them that credit, it, ever. It's funny how so many people want to say they don't like pro wrestling, mm-hmm. but then they'll turn around and they emulate pro wrestling to sell their business. Well, and it's like even like right now, like and we do, we do this show once a year, right? Like like we laugh about wrestling. We put it in every so often, and we haven't been on the live chat because we've been kind of going back and forth here. But I'm not giving out the number. I'm not giving out five zero five two four six zero six ten. Texts are coming in, like the live stream. The texts are there. Yeah, they're there. From like, here's the one NWA announcer Don Kernodal, and this is from an hour ago when we're talking about like the voices of the sports, and it's and there's lots of them, yeah. and it's because people have a passion for it, but for whatever reason, stigma. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's like a guilty pleasure. I wear a pro wrestling shirt out to an event or a thing. That's all people talk to me about. Mm-hmm. I got a Macho Man shirt on. That's all we talking about. I'm like, well, did you know that Stephanie McMahon is an anagram? <laughs> Wrapping the show up with our predictions on the main event whenever we get back. Thank you so very much to Electric Playoffs for being part of the program and part of the boys starting our dodgeball. We got that coming up. Yeah. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Take it to the floor. Urban Legend has it. Carmella was an adult entertainer. That's Urban Legend. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I did research. It's not. <laughs> It is not true. I've heard the same things about Alexa Bliss and Mixie, Mickey James. Uh, are you going to continue to investigate for us? Hey, not true. I've investigated all that. Guys, <laughs> hey, we ain't doing that show, and if we were to do that show, it would be like an R-rated show. Mickey James, to me, is at the top, and it's not even close. Mickey James, what? I've been in love with Mickey James as an entertainer for 15 years. Like, Mickey James, to me, is mm. a, a rarity. She's a four-leaf clover. Okay. Oh, see, I I'll, I'll we took the time. conversation. I thought it was going to be more PG. I thought yeah. you were talking about top five after her Impact Knockouts title run. Not with what you were going <laughs> no, with. I don't care nothing about that. No. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. You know when people are like, hey, yeah, no, we got a list. It's cool. Mickey James on my list. <laughs> people I'd like to just have like a nice dinner with. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar for the Universal Verse WWE Championship Unification match. Um, I guess there's no ladders involved. This is just a straight wrestling bout, boys. Yeah. I'm going to ask a couple questions before I ask the winner. 20 minutes? No. No. Okay. Well, with entrances, maybe. <laughs> They're going to take forever. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? I'll take that back. I think it may be more. Think it may be more. Maybe more. It's got some other stuff going on, what I think that's going to happen. There's a five-minute like build, or is it straight heat from the, from the bell? Nah. 
Not spear, suplex, suplex, suplex? No. Okay. Mm -mm. If they go hard quickly, it has to end. I'm wondering, you guys, over or under a handful of Superman punches and two handfuls of suplexes? Oh, yeah. Uh, Five and three. Five suplexes, three Superman punches. So you're taking the unders. Taking the unders. What? Only five? Yeah. Nah. It's more than that. Oh, he's suplexing other people. But I'm talking on Roman. Yeah, you probably figure there's going to be a couple of Uso suplexes, yeah, yeah, screaming Heyman, running Heyman, segment. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Heyman's the best in the business. Oh, he's the man. Man, it is hard to find a good manager, and it's amazing that like Dan Lambert is the second best thing in pro wrestling oh, he as a manager good. next mm-hmm. to Paul Heyman. Give me your most exciting possible match addition, Robert. Give me what this? Yeah, give me what you think is going to happen uh, that would make you say this is the best one that it could be. I'm not going to say who wins, but The Rock appears. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. The Rock appears. The challenge for head of the table. Not the challenge. To take. To t- no, he is. Ooh, okay. He's not, this has all been a farce to him when it comes to Roman Reigns. The rumor is, Micah, that The Rock has been in Hawaii for the last several weeks training in a hidden wrestling ring for a return to pro wrestling this upcoming weekend at WrestleMania. Are you buying Robert's idea that The Rock returns to the main event of WrestleMania to interfere with his cousin NRL, Roman Reigns, versus Brock Lesnar? Okay, now, wait, wait, we, wait, we've wait. seen the Hardys come in on a midnight train out of anywhere and all of a sudden make a surprise appearance. But The Rock, The Rock feels like a name I need on the marquee. <laughs> I got to advertise. I got to mark up ticket prices. That feels like a waste. I mean, it's That's, a surprise. But, you got a smile on my face. But here's the thing. You said something that I didn't say. He's not going to interrupt. He's going to show up after the match. Oh. This is what builds up for next year's WrestleMania. Oh, he's been known to do this. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. He's not going to interrupt anything. That's what's going to happen. So I guess you're picking Roman then. Yes. I got to go with the same. I feel like there's too much buildup. Evil was built around him. Mm -hmm. And as much as Suplex City, the beast incarnate was great. Hail Billy Brock Lesnar is not a long-term character. No, he's not. No. Since Roman got them new teeth. Oh, he shows him off too. Duh. <laughs> He's in God mode. He's in yeah. God mode. This is this is the next Well, this is the last evolution of him right here. He he wins. Then you hear that music. Everybody's going crazy. Rock does his thing on the mic. Can you smell? It's over. That's it. It's the build up. So he comes down, congratulates him. You think everything is copacetic. No. They have a moment? No. It's heat right off the muscle. Oh, I don't know. I'm not buying it. Yeah. He may think that it may be, oh, he's acknowledging me. He may get the rock bottom. That's it. That's all. You got a whole year to build that. A whole year. Who's the real one that needs to acknowledge? Roman wins. He picks up the mic. He says, Dallas. Mm -hmm. And then 
can you smell yes. what The Rock is cooking? Yes. And you have Heyman holding the belt. You have The Rock yeah. with the big smile getting in the ring. You have the Usos with the ones up. Maybe you even get as far as The Rock grabbing Roman's hand, That's lifting it going. up, and That's then the sunglasses kind of drop, like Royal and he Rumble gets the Philly. eyebrow look, and it's looking That's, at the belt yes. and looking at the head of the table. And I don't know if you get the physical interaction or maybe you just get a stare down. But either way, it has to be something so that shadow is bearing down yeah. on Roman for the next 52 weeks. Yeah. And he holds the title for all 52 weeks. He has to. Oh, yeah. He's not to. dropping it. He's not dropping it. But At they all. are going to split the titles probably. Yeah. Yeah, they have to do that. Split or, split or birth anew? Hmm. What would be the difference? You think of bringing back the world heavyweight champion? Yeah, that, that would be my only one. My favorite belt. That's of all so time. sexy. That's the one I want. Yeah. Oh yeah, we need the gold belt back. The, these two that are replicas of each other, this don't do it. No. So you have the unified title, and then you have the W or excuse me, the world heavyweight, unless Rey Mysterio has it, championship belt. Exactly. I'm in on that. And you got a tournament for it, and Cody Rhodes wins it, and it's super fitting. That's what you're telling me. Maybe you get Cody Rhodes, Randy Orton in the final. I'm still trying to build towards that somehow. <laughs> They've got to fight each other. They're, I'm trying to think, how many other names is Cody really going to be linked with? How many other guys that he with He's brought H all the guys he had a pass with, basically, back over to AEW yeah. if Triple H can't wrestle anymore. That's We've got limited options for well, Cody. Well, I only see two, um, Randy Orton and Seth Rollins. But it's got to be Randy first. Because of legacy. Yeah, the, that's the one. Because of his dad. Yeah. And because of his dad. Yeah, there we go. Ooh, I like it. I like it a lot. And possibly maybe later down the line, AJ Styles, because I think they could work well Ooh, together. That'd be a yeah. Good and they Ooh, have yeah. it because he left in 16. Yeah, mm -hmm. they crossed paths kind of. They were ships passing in the night. Yeah. Exactly going to New Japan. Where does Cody Rhodes show up at WrestleMania if he shows up at WrestleMania? I don't think he shows up at WrestleMania. We wait till either. Monday night. Monday Night Raw. Yeah, you already uh, said the guy that's showing up to take on Seth Rollins. I heard you. You think it's Gable Stevenson? Yeah. So do I. Yeah, my second pick is going to be Braun Breaker. Ooh. The NXT cat. The NXT cat. They've had him on Raw a couple times, and then they kind of pushed yeah. him to the back. Yeah. So what would be huger than... You're just like Austin Theory. You're just like almost. You're another guy that Vince wants to push. You're a special surprise just for Seth. I could see either one of those young guys being the, the answer. Well, and young guys key, is key because, like, this WrestleMania, you got matches with, I think, combined 90 years old, mm -hmm. Edge and AJ Styles. Yeah. And, like, you need to get to a point where you're, you're bringing out 25-year-olds. Yeah. Well, here's my other question for you guys. I mentioned Austin Theory earlier. Is this too much too soon? Austin no. Theory, Pat no. McAfee, because Theory is the veteran ring general of the two. Mm -hmm. WrestleMania, 70,000 people. I feel like that's a lot of pressure for him to be the veteran and have to kind of take charge in the match when McAfee has only had a handful of matches himself. But see, I don't think that match goes long at all. I don't think it goes long at all. And I think it's two guys who may be like young in the tooth, but pros in the game. Like these aren't. No offense like Johnny Knoxville or Logan Paul or whatever. Yeah, okay. And they'll both do great. But these are two guys that are, in my opinion, Austin Theory's going to do nothing else with his life. He's a pro wrestler only and for always. And Pat McAfee understands the brand. Yep. I just feel like it could be a, they have trap games. It could be a trap match where you think they're ready for it and they're not. Yeah. On the other Ooh. side, let's just hope Johnny Knoxville doesn't actually let Sami Zayn kill him because we don't know what extremes that man will go to <laughs> to entertain the audience. So I could see him going for – 
some bumps that probably Shane McMahon shook off the pitcher. That's pretty good. And Knoxville did not look good at the Royal Rumble to me. No. At we, all. I saw it in person. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, well, it was. It wasn't, was it worse? It, it was person? a blink. It was a blink. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't. He's not in the physical condition to be able to take these kind of bumps. Mm-hmm. No, that will be the shortest match if you ask me. Hopefully. Oh, there we go. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> oh <my God>. hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. All right, boys. I'm gonna go consensus with you, and I think it's Reigns over Lesnar, and I hate it, but I don't think it's the way you boys are going. I think it's Paul Heyman esque. I think mm-hmm. Paul Heyman is gonna have a because he's been a part of all the other ones where it's, hey, let me come back around here and interfere in just enough of a way so that Brock Lesnar don't go – I mean, he'll go down clean, but, I mean, it'll be dusty. You still want it dusty? I think we finally want it clean. Yeah. I think because yeah. it is the third of, uh, what is it, three matches. We've had Triple H versus The Undertaker. You've had Bret Hart, Stone Cold. Point. I think that you want the trilogy to go down clean. I think he taps out. Do you think we get the guillotine versus the Kimura yep. and the guillotine puts Brock mm-hmm. to sleep? Because going to sleep. We've seen there's no shame in that. No. He's still he's still the beast. He's put him to sleep. And they bring back the old school pick up his hand and drop it three times thing. He's out. And he's out. Flat. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then Cody Rhodes comes out. <laughs> <laughs> he's ready to challenge. And that is what Cody's agents were arguing for. <laughs> hey, why is the IC title not on WrestleMania? Oh, uh, because for some reason they just want to drag poor Ricochet through the mud. At least he's not having to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal as the U.S. champion like Finn Balor oh, that's so on bad. WrestleMania SmackDown. That's so bad. I'd rather be there than not on at all, though. Well, what about poor Lashley? you got to work with almost. Oh, yeah. I'm just kind of scared. <laughs> that dude is awful. Yeah, super bad. Need but- two more years in the laboratory. Not good enough on the mic. Physically looks the part. Like, he's big and strong and and the right shade. Like, he's all those things you want out there, but just cannot go. No. We all got Lesnar? Lesnar versus. Nope. No. Nice We're going try. Roman. Nice try. <laughs> Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Going to be your WrestleMania champion. Obviously, we all will change our mind after Friday night because that's when SmackDown's on. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Fred, for bringing me on. Micah, you're the absolute best. CageMinds.com. Micah Franklin, best in the business. Robert, anything before we go? No, man. Uh, If you're not doing anything in about an hour, check out the BS Show. It is on YouTube, live streaming, as well on Facebook. I'll share it if you're a part of the Two Men On fan page and all of that. Griffin, we miss anything? No, not at all. Oh, I missed a caller at the end? I'm sorry. I'm the worst. Make it up to you. Two Men On. 95.9 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Good job, everyone. GG. We out.